This episode is brought to you by Rick's Eyewear. Eyewear that inspires confidence. If you would like to buy some premium eyewear, sunglasses, blue light frames, prescription, head online now, rickseyewear.com.au and check it out. Caps has been Australia's home of headwear since 2012. From snapback to fitted, curved peak to flat peak, our hats will fit anyone and everyone. Since then, we've grown and evolved into the leaders of US sports apparel in Australia. Head online at caps.com.au and check it out. Righto, let's get into the show. Scan us in. <laughs> Is that what they do? Do they oh, count? I don't know, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you don't it. know what to do, do you? Not the start. I always say, don't, you know, hey, welcome back. <laughs> From where? <laughs> <laughs> For everyone listening, we've got Tony Armstrong in the building. I'm sure they've read who's online anyway. Man, how you been? I haven't seen you in ages. Man, it's been a while. I've been noticing a couple of podcasts go up, you and Dylan, the boys. We had too much chemistry, didn't we? Too much. They couldn't let us together. They couldn't let us be together. It's illegal to let us together. Mm. So not- you had to get your own thing. I had to start my own thing because if me and you join any podcast, we know how strong the chemistry mm. is. I oh, know. It would no longer be their podcast, would it? No. Nah. It would be ours. Nah. Mate, it's great to be here. I've been good, mate. Been good. Been busy. Yeah, been busy. Um, everyone's fucking busy though, aren't they? Mate, is everyone after you now? You know, oh, yeah. Finally, mate. It's nice to know what it's like. <laughs> yeah, being the fringe player. Yeah, oh, you know, being, being on the edge the whole time, fucking wondering if I'll get picked next week. And now you're like, first one picked. Yeah, don't it's worry all right, about it. Isn't yeah. it? <laughs> security, I'm secure. Yeah, I'm in a bit of job security now. Just like it's that. Nice. Your, your mindset must just wake up. It's just a beautiful day every day, isn't it, when you're secure? Oh, well, when you wake up at 3 30, it's not as beautiful <laughs> as you'd like it to be, but <laughs> it's all right, mate. It's, um, no, nah, it's good. You, you, you played a hell of a lot more top line footy than I did, but. Not you, really. I mean, yeah. I probably, you had your periods. You had your yeah. periods where you know what it was like. Sort of, you can't even enjoy a win, right? Like, because straight after you're going stats. Yeah. How do I go? Yeah. Am I in next week? You're looking around the team. Fuck. He played all right, didn't he? And he's just come in. <laughs> oh, the twos oh, I'm are in on? trouble. Fuck, he's yeah. For that bloke now, thirty. Happy for him though. <laughs> yeah. I'm not happy. <laughs> um, Get to the club on the Monday, mate. Well done. Well, well, well done. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a bit different now. Um, it's pretty funny, man. Like in news brekkie, like I come in and do hits. So like I do like three or four hits an hour, depending on how busy it is. What's a hit? Just for so those? like so like so like a hit is basically I'll come in and I'll be like I'll say like my top story. So that might be forty five seconds, and I'm a little bit of banter either side. Then I'll do like a bulletin, which would be about five minutes. Then I'll do another five minutes spot, and like. Think about this as a mindset compared to what it was like when we were on the fringe, right? I'm constantly asking the producers to drop me. I'm constantly like, oh, like, do you like, do you want to drop me? And that means like not go out and be on air. It's like my mindset has changed so much from being that desperate to get out there and play. Now I'm like, I, I don't know when it happened, probably with the job security stuff. Now I'm like, yeah, I I'm happy to do less. I'm good. I'm just happy to do less. Put me in the square. I'm good. Get one out. Get it in. That's so good. Get us the nut. It's so good. I mean, we're going to go through the way I've structured the show is to go back and go forward, but I like to keep it while we're rolling. Like how, how, um, I mean, from last year or the year before we were together, like, has it all moved quite quickly? Matt, it's been, it's been pretty fast, but you know, when like your head's so in something, you kind of, you don't have like you very rarely have those moments where you kind of like have a look, like, like see the forest from the, from the weeds, whatever this what, oh, or, or, forest from the trees. So like, so I, it, I kind of, 
very rarely stop and take and take stock. Yeah. But when I do, and it happens very rarely because I don't really do many podcasts or anything like that, just, I don't know, take someone special to get me on. Yeah, man, I, I really appreciate it. it. No, but no, but like seriously, I, I just, I just don't. And, um, yeah. So when I do something like this, I kind of reflect and I say, fuck yeah. Like it's been pretty quick, man. Like 12 months, no, no just over 12 months of being full time on, on ABC News Breakfast. It's amazing. And it's just kind of, yeah, like it's been awesome. And obviously, you know, a lot of hard work goes into it. But when you're doing the hard work, you don't appreciate kind of what's happening. Well, it's that footy thing, yeah? It's like that next, I want that 1%. What's next? 1%. What's next? next? Just kick five. Okay, I want six. Okay, who we got next week? Who we got next week? Yeah, I've had had, had 25. I've had 25 and kicked four, normally in the twos. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Still a great day. It's a great great day out, you know, but it's it's unfortunately not the comp you wanted to play in. Anyway, that's beside the point. The point being, you'll come in on the Monday and you'll go, miss that handball or that kick could have been a bit better or me man got me there. Rather than kind of, and there's obviously like a good balance. Like you don't want to just, you know, fucking um, think your shit smells like roses mm. either. There's a good balance, but yeah, I I could probably get better at um, reflect like like reflecting yeah. and kind of you know give myself a pat on the back here and there because it's not in our nature, is it? Nah, you, we're all hard. We're always look. We're always on the RFIs, aren't we? Yeah, it's like glass half empty. Like mm. you you never like this is epic. You're like. Oh. I want the next thing. I want the next thing. Because we're want- kind of led to believe that that's a cold shoulder and if that bloke's pumping you up, you're going to start believing what he's saying. And you Don't believe take- the hype. Don't listen yeah, to it. We could get better. Noise. We could get better. Yeah. Keep it in house, boys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's the equivalent to what you just said in the in the you know the work you're doing now? In terms of? In terms of that 1%. Like you go on air, you do all these reads, like you said, and then is there like, oh, I could have done that better or, geez, I wish I did more of this or like what's the mindset? Or you just up there going, crush that, crush that, what's next? I wish. Um, <laughs> it's pretty weird. It's one of those It's one of those environments. Um, I, I got this advice when I was commentating. Someone said, like, no news is amazing news in my industry now. Like- if they aren't talking to you, it means you're doing a good job. Right. Which is so different. So different. Yeah. You know, because like people just trust you to be self-sufficient or they know that you can do the job, which is kind of weird from where we've come from because well, I'm used to like having to sift through the feedback, right? And go, oh shit, I can only really action those two things. Or I can only really action those three things over the course of six months. And that might be win a fucking hardball. Yes, they're hard. No, thanks. Yeah. Um, lane eight for me. On yeah, the lane eight, I would have thought so. Hot dogs. <laughs> Throw Hot dogs and pies. Boys. Oh, mate, flick it. Fucking use the users, mate. <laughs> yeah. Use the fucking yeah. users. Tackling or grand balls, mate. No, I'm a bit, bit sore. Won't do any extras on there. Maybe some touch or goal kicking, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some shots in the boundary line. Yeah, no hey, worries. Can you do this? Oi, mate, they come in handy, though. Oh, they do. I mean, how many, how many of them do you do at training <laughs> and they just never come out in a game? <laughs> Not once. And you've always dreamt of kicking one after the side. Oh, I know. Don't even get a game to get a kick up oh, and siren. And you know what? It's always the bloke who's doing everything right, like practicing his set shots from like 20 to 30 out right in front that ends up with the one from the pocket. Yeah. You know, like, can you imagine, like, I don't know Dom Sheed, but I imagine Dom Sheed was very much practicing- His in, craft inside. In the 45, yeah. you know, and then he goes and fucking kicks the sealer for the pies hard up against the boundary. I mean, against the pies hard up against the boundary. And that's our, that's our spot. That's where we've been practicing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mate, we'll stay in lane eight. <laughs> you get back there in the middle. <laughs> Fucking so um, spot on, mate. So the equivalent, uh, I mean, 
I think it's one of those ones as well. Like it's such a public thing. You like your phone. You mm. like because the public are just it's a, yeah. And, it's, and they hound you. They oh really? So it's always it's always just always good and bad all the time, is it? More often than not, it's bad. Yeah, but that's like from people who've got no idea. Like yeah, because they've got quick- to think about the people who who are, who are so compelled to do it. Like I think people like us. Like if you're going to comment on something about the footy, you're going to say how sick was Joey Danaher there? Yeah, you're not going to go. Fucking didn't like the way um, McCluggage, uh, you know, has been going inside 50. You're not going to say that. Nah. Like, you're not going to get out of your way to give a negative. People just love a negative though, don't they? Like, when do you get a pat on the ass consistently? But, you know, if you make a blunder, it's just quick to people it. People are down your throat. It's like far Mindset-wise, yeah. It's really interesting. And, um, yeah, what do you reckon that is? I don't know. The same in footy, mate. Like, I used to cop it all the time. We've all made mistakes. But you never get... I mean, you do get looked after, but geez, people are quick to comment on, oh, you could have done that better. And it's like, that's why you see great leaders in, in uh, we're talking footy, but in workplaces and in real life, those friends that can just never as bad, never as good, mate, you just come on, just keep it level. Yeah. Consistency, yep. never up, never down. You know, you might, you might have a great day at work. You know, you want someone that says, yeah, great work, but you know, and then when you do something really bad, like don't worry about it. We all make mistakes. You know, that kind of mentality where- external it's just like well done you're a superstar or you're this you're, you're that the yeah, other oh mate you suck what the fuck are you doing here how'd you get that gig so that and then what you talk about phones everyone's got the ability to on their own day if they're having a bad day to let you know how they're feeling and then i bet you if you face them like you know when you go face to face Nothing. they go mate i was having a bad day you know what i regret saying that or or oh, mate you're actually a nice guy like i didn't oh you know what i mean it's social media can it's positive and negative, but people are quick to comment, aren't they? And I think the, the other thing with it, it's like never before in like history, basically, have people been able to like, I can directly send a tweet to LeBron James if I want. Mm. And he could read it. And he, he, could, he could impact him. There's, there's there's no universe in the world where I should be talking to LeBron James, mate. Yeah. <laughs> have you tweeted him? Sorry? Have you ever tweeted him? Might do that after we should, this, we mate. We should, yeah, we'll send him a tweet. Mate, we're just talking about you. Mate, hey, oh, your ears are probably burning. Uh, <laughs> us and 30 million other people. We yeah. You know you're doing a great job. Yeah, yeah. Hey, mate, I know this will cut through the noise. Great work, LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of hate he gets. I'm like, can we just sit Never back? had a scandal. Oh. Broken home. Same, wife, uh, same partner since high school. Amazing dad started a fucking so many charities. Got that school, school that, yeah. the, is it the I Promise School, something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Di- Self made billionaire, championships, family man. He's going to go down as like the highest points. Is he going to be like highest points, highest assist? <sighs> I don't know exactly, but I know but that they like compare that. him and MJ to everything, and it's like you know, border. but but people are just like, oh, he's still not still. He doesn't have the killer. Like, Fuck off. I'm like, I'm like, well, I always say to my mates, I'm like, we've, we've probably got let's say three years, two years tops. You got to get out to those games, and you got to appreciate this because once it's gone, everyone will start just talking about how good he was, not how he could have hit that or he could have been better or the Lakers are too old. It's like fuck. People are so. Quick. I guess it does attract people in the media, doesn't it? Everyone oh, wants to well, tune into that like, topic, like, like your Nick Wrights and stuff of the world, who are like, for them, it's to be, it's, it's, it's to say, it's LeBron better than MJ because of this. Yeah, that and, causes so much, and then everyone yeah, online yeah, and that yeah, gets yeah. the traction. You know, Skip Bayless, he's like anti-LeBron, and it's just like, come on, bro, the you, blokes are G. You wonder if deep down, Skip's going. 
I've got to believe. Like I've just got to put everything. This is in. keeping money in my yeah, pocket. Yeah, this keeps me. This gets me on air. I'm relevant. Me and Shannon Sharp go head to head, and I'm relevant because every time he has a bad game, I win, which is one every blue moon. Yeah, it's crazy. What a what a fucked yeah way to make it like like to make it because you if you've got a rational brain, you can't possibly think the way he does. Nah. Well, just on that, you're in, so you're doing news, right? Yeah. I, I find news very hard to watch sometimes personally. It's, it's often hard to yeah. listen to, yeah. Well, you're in it, right? Yeah. So I feel that it's always a negative story that attracts everyone to the TV or the news, you know, where the, and a positive story, but tra- traditionally- Normally negative. Negative. And then you're the one that's got to always read these out and talk about them, and I'm no, no doubt people probably stop you and go, mate, what do you think of that? Does it weigh you down sometimes? Well, so I- I really struggled through lockdowns because I was still going into work and I, I, I found it a really hard juxtaposition because I, I had such, like I had such a good setup, right? Like I had work, good work, mm. so many industries, so many of our friends, both of our like like both of us mutual friends, so many of our friends struggled, losing jobs, losing shifts, losing money, but. The the one thing that was hard, like every single fucking day talking about COVID. Yeah. Every and like where do I go? It's like, you know, so many people just turn their phone, like literally turn the news off. And they just like, oh far far out, we'll just get through this. Like I really struggled. So I was every day, death, death, fucking more COVID, more lockdowns, more this. And I don't know, there came a point where I was like, shit, I like I need a break, but what do I do in my break? I'll just be at home. And cause I'm like, so like addicted to the news now, mm. all I would have done is just absorb it. I would have just watched it anyway. So I might as well be on it. <laughs> yeah. Not fucking burn them on sick days, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'm, I, f- I find the negative stuff really hard, but it's the stuff that rates well. Like if you look at like, say, an ABC 730, like like a 730 story or a four corner story, it's always like the ones that rate really well. It's like a big investigative journalism thing. Okay, so perfect example. No doubt this will win all the awards for journalism at the next whatever they are, the Walkleys. Russell Jackson's Hawthorne stuff. Yeah. Now, I don't um, – like I, I, I legitimately can't add anything to that from a speculation point of view other than what Rusty has said because of how legal it all, like it's all legaled up the wazoo. So for me to talk about it like out of turn other than to point people towards that article would would be, um, would do a disservice to it. But what I will say is if those allegations in that are true and will go through the due process, it's like the most shocking story ever, right? Mm. That is going to, that's already rated off. Like what's everyone, what's, sorry, my caps. Love, caps, um, big shout love, caps. love caps, big shout out to caps and sun smartness um, and health. Um, but yeah, like that'll be the story that everyone talks about. It's not the positive story of, yeah. of Tyson Stengel who's turned his fucking career around. Mm. Tyson Stengel goes from being delisted, probably being labelled a problem child. All Australian kicked over 50 goals this year, something like that. Oh, four and Granny, yeah. Just wins, a, wins a flag, could have won a norm. Like, yeah, that story will just be a little one. And, like, obviously the gravitas is different. But, yeah, people are drawn towards mm. bad stories. Mm. Yeah, and you're breaking them. 
That was big one for that's a big one for ABC, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's massive. Just on that, like, so, mm, yeah, to, like. No, I'll tell like yeah, like, no, like keep on, on rolling on these. No, but yeah, I'll tell you what I can and yeah, can't no, say. No, yeah, that's good because you can't say too much. And as you said, you'll you'll do a disservice, and there's all those other things involved. But if that was to be true, you just said that'll be the biggest story ever. If it wasn't to be true, this is for me and mm. everyone else that doesn't understand journalism and all that. They'll get sued more than likely, right? So it's a big play to be wrong. Oh, so. All I can say is they would have gone through, and this is like, I wasn't actually involved in it. Um, I just know that for that to have been approved. Yeah. Like the ABC is like, I think over a billion dollar organization, right? For them to put their masthead behind that. Whoa. Like um, mm. they have been rigorous. That, that They would have been sitting on that for months. Yeah, right. Dotting the I's, crossing the T's, getting every duck in a row, sending all the wording to and from legal so that when it goes to print, it's almost like-, like Bulletproof. It's bulletproof. Um, so now now what will happen is the investigation will take its, will run its course. Um, I think I saw today that Chris Fagan has lawyered up. I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm not across what Alistair Clarkson's done. I'm sure he has as well. Um, we, and now we just wait. Mm. Now we just wait. Um, and this story will go for a, a while. It'll bubble along and well, it'll bubble along kind of in a holding pattern, I think until the findings of this, of the investigation come out and then the fallout from that. Yeah. So then it'll be back. Back in, um, I guess, the news cycle or, yeah, whatever it is. It's a crazy um, story, man. It's so hectic, man. And, like, it gives it gives an insight into how powerful footy clubs are. Like, like you know, just, just like, like power dynamics within football clubs from administration and, like, this is, of course, alleged. Like, like this is all alleged. If the alleged stuff happened, it just gives an amazing insight into how powerful footy clubs are and the control that they can have. Like, yeah, you know what it's like when you're 18, you walk in, you'll do anything they say, anything. See, I've got nothing but like a heart that melts for the SNM players mm. because I would have been there with them. I was meant to be there. Y- were you really? I tried to get a trade. Did you really? Yeah, because I was- You were after a holiday. Hating my first year at Freo because I just, I don't know, I just hated it and loved it afterwards, but said not, that enough's enough. It Ta- takes a little while to settle in away mate, from home, doesn't it? Yeah, and I did, yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. I I, uh, I requested a trade. After with, you won. Met up with Bomber Thompson, um, all speaking to them and, and Herdy and all and you know all the all the, yep, yep. the crew and was like- Like the like, who's who of- Yeah, yeah, and then Bomber Thompson was like, when I was at Geelong, we used to, we used to deal with this all the time. You just say, you're not coming home. Simple as that. So they, if they say, no, we need you back, you go, well, I'm not flying back. So you're going to have to get the deal done. You know? So I was like, I just repeated what he told me. And I was being as ruthless as you could be. As a not- Was it close? Uh, they wouldn't budge, mate. They wouldn't budge. And to be honest, it would have been, it, Essendon actually offered heaps of like great picks that it would have, would have been a horrendous trade for just not only just the people involved, because I was the first round pick the year before, and then I, I would have went straight to Essendon, and then it would have and been- And then you would have been out. Well, out, Yeah. Well, because crazy I, man. No, and and like seriously though, like and I always reflect on that. Going, that is the most. Oh, that could have been that could have changed in the night. Oh, change, change your life, like changing your, change your mental health at least for a, for a decent whack. Um, 
but seriously, on that, because I think so many people don't, like, I guess, regular punters, again, we talk about this kind of power that, like, sporting organisations have over the over young kids, and they're kids. Mm. Like, I for sure, had they said, take this, I would have taken it. Yeah. Because your trust is so implicit. Mm. It's like a supplement. Like you do it, you know. Oh, yeah. What's this? No, take it. It's good for you. Yep. Dietitian, you're the best in the business, apparently. Yeah. Oh, no. This is whey protein, whatever it is. Yeah. 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 Not even think twice. No. Nah. Nor should you because that's their job. Yeah. You just trust everyone in there. You know, even strength and conditioning, you do this. No worries. It'll make me stronger. Yeah. Go um, to this running. Yeah. You'll, be, you'll be quicker. You'll be faster. No worries. It's the same thing, isn't it? It's exactly the same thing. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's, cra- it's crazy how you get one bad person that can fuck the whole joint. <sighs> you get, you get. You know, like like some bad some bad decisions that happen, and fuck that that poor footy club, man. Like it's been so rough I'm on them, man. Like, oh yeah, deep, oh. like deep down, like yeah. Well, it's been now that you, oh, you know, like coming now out that you're of long a, enough out. Yeah, well, probably still Frio, Frio and Essendon. Well, it's for Frio and Giants, and then yeah. I go for Essendon all my life. So I want Hurdy back as the coach because I, I want to, you know, I want him to bring you on the, the redemption story. Yeah, I want Hurdy back personally, and then I want um, you know, even like. You know, I know Matty Lloyd's in the media, and you got Spike McVeigh was, was at uh, at the Giants when I was there. But he's a legend. Dean isn't he? Solomon, I don't, I didn't, didn't have him as a coach, but the boys did, and I know a few Suns boys love him. Like bringing all the blokes that I used to barrack for and love when I was Early a kid. Thousands. That's the kind of like, let's go, get them back in the doors. Um, so that's when it'll be. I feel like it'll be real when I start seeing a few more old boys' heads around the place, and then you start. I don't know. You know, it's like as a culture, they just keep bringing him back, and then it doesn't it just keeps. Look at Geelong. Geelong's got. I think Matt, Sydney. Yeah, Sydney. Geelong. Geelong's got Mackie now. I think we we're talking about the other day. He's the list manager. Oh, how good's that? Like, the, fucking earth. Even if, even, even, if he's the, if, yeah. even if he's the worst bloke, get him back. <laughs> even if he's the best bloke, and even if he's the worst at the job, which no, is no, not. no. I mean, I yeah. mean, I mean, like even worse at the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be a great fella. Still yeah. dominate. Somehow. Yeah. Somehow. Those fricks. Just the impact he's got, oh, just smiling no. around the boys. Like it's those little things. I reckon that uh, so powerful. You know, players just might go a little five percent better when they see these people around the club, and also because. When you have people who have tasted success come back, when they all know what it takes, mm. and you know, it, like like the culture might not be exactly the same, but they understand the characteristics of a of a of a high performing team, and that's like, and that's in like all really good high performing teams are good, like are pretty similar across all industries. You know, it's you know you need a certain amount of ability, but then it's like, what's their trust in each other like? Are they able to have a direct conversation? How quickly can they respond and act on feedback? How much do they care about each other? You know, if you get all of those things kind of in a line. Nice one, isn't it? Oh, it's so good. Versus the coach that goes, mate, need you to be better here. And he hasn't played the game. And he's being ruthless on a scenario. Like, mate, I've just done 15 efforts before that. And he I've goes, just gone, yeah, uh, I know uh, that, uh, but we need you to be better. It's like, oh, you're fucking kidding. Yeah, so you're not even looking at things in context. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're <laughs> like, yeah, maybe if, if I was fresh, like straight off the bench, <laughs> my my effort's going to be better there. I'm tonguing, mate. Yeah, and that's the experience that comes in and goes, oh, mate, I just watched that and you were you worked your ass off. Yeah, so, mate, look, we'd love you to be better. Understand that you're yeah. cooked, but, I mean, maybe it's earlier body. Yeah, you, like but right. on the flip side, you can. We don't want to do soft shoulders and go. Oh yeah, mate. No, you're right. If you're lying, you get a whack in the ass. But most blokes wouldn't. They understand. Yeah, it's mate. You one, can of go the, all day. one of the more honest places of footy about self assessment. Well, you kind of. I don't know. How did you go out of footy? We're going to go through this. Yeah, we're going to go through juniors. 
by the way, in a sec. But how did you go from being in footy clubs, that intense environment, yep. you've been at great football clubs, and then come into the real world where you get no assessment at all? Did you struggle a little bit? I really struggled when I finished footy. Really struggled. Yeah. I um, Yeah, because like, I didn't get what I wanted out of it. And like my whole life, like I'd always been good, mm. you know, and then obviously, you know, you rock up, you land at a footy club and it's like everyone here was that kid. And that takes a little while to adjust. And then you, and then you slowly do that, but you might've already created a perception, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, you, you work your ass off. Like I lasted eight years. You don't last that long without fucking putting in. Because it is ruthless environment, you know. Yeah, yeah. You don't get it. You don't get a second contract. Like, if you don't have a work rate and not a good bloke, yeah, you're, you're done. You're gone. Yeah, like that. They don't care that they've moved you to the other side of the country and you're 20 years old and and your girlfriend broke up with you, like like because you moved interstate. Like they they don't give a shit. They're just like, what's best for the team? Yeah, like they do. The the people involved do, but the actual overall business, you know, it's a business. The business it's, itself yeah. doesn't. Yes. Yeah. So, sorry, I should I should reframe yeah. that. Yeah, they care about you enough to be sad when they do it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But that doesn't Im- impact their decision making, does it? Nah. It's like unless you're going to perform. So, no, nah, you, you haven't had a kick. <laughs> you haven't had a kick, brother. And <laughs> we've got this bloke up the road, he's and he's actually pretty good. And yeah. we'd probably be, we'd do the same thing if we're trying to win a flag. You know, it's just a cutthroat environment. And I get it. And then, but but and then I kind of came out of it, and I was really bitter because I was like, "Fuck, I've wasted all my time. I've yeah. wasted eight years." Um, like, you know, and you can't help but look at everyone around you, like your friends. And then now they're all like, they've all got their, like, like they've all, they're doctors now, or they're like three years into being tradies and they're killing it. They've got their own businesses. Like, I know, I know we got Rick's over here and Rick's is flying. Rick's is fucking flying. (laughs) We're building. We're we're building, we're building, we're building, but it's flying. Now I can relate to a lot of stuff you're saying, so keep going. So it's like- and then, and then, like, you start looking around and you go, shit, you're now. You're comparing, aren't you? Because you can't help it because where you've come from is an environment where you walk into any room and you just straight away go, well, where do I rank? Where do I sit? Yeah. After on every, the, on every everything, level. Like everything. gym, am running, I, am, I stronger, am I stronger everything. than train? Am I yeah. hotter than train? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> am, I, am I fitter? Well, guess what? It's not even subjective. So, because it is all on the wall. Yeah, yeah. It's on all, the screen. It's on the screen. Every day. Everything. Every new day is on the screen. Every day. Everything you did the day before is on the screen. Even how much you fucking weigh is on the screen. Yeah. What, what your skinnies are. Or, or, so you are right. And then that is like, that is not a healthy mindset <laughs> at all, you know. Um, and so you come out of footy and then you go, well, fuck, I didn't make it as a footballer. Oh my god! I'm eight years behind everyone else. Yeah. How am I gonna? How am I gonna catch up? Where do I start? What do I do? And like, I um, I probably I burnt probably the first five six years of footy just being in, just just being carefree. I didn't really think about it. wasn't great with money, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I came out of footy and I, I was like, far out. What do I do? Yeah, you look back and go, oh my god! If I hadn't known what how hard it is now, I would have done this. Yeah. Oh, I've, oh, I've got no time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. And that's the first thing that everyone oh, says. So much like time, having 20 man. lattes and carrying on about how busy you are. Yeah, no, you're having 20 lattes complaining because you've got a massage that's been scheduled an hour and a half <laughs> after after your half day finishes. You're like, no, nah, we need to organise. Like, no, nah, there's too much loose time in the program. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You just went and had lunch with your best mates and came back and got a massage and got paid for it. Yeah, you're right. Now it's like, 
I don't know when I've got time for a yeah. podcast. It's, it's yeah, this, it this, is, this is taking forever. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's legit, right? It's funny that we keep because I was the same. I didn't. Yep. They come to you. They come to the club. A lot of people and they tell you these stories, but you just don't buy in, do you? And, and I, I've been pretty passionate on this one with blokes that I love that are still playing, and I don't reckon they listen to me either. And I'm going, well, I don't. I wouldn't. I don't I mind that because I wouldn't have listened to me either. But I think hopefully the penny does point, drop. Or they introduce too late. Yeah, or they introduce a like a, maybe the, the the reason they don't understand is because they haven't lived in the real world. When I say real world, like they haven't understood how yeah. maybe hard because I didn't understand. I didn't really. I just thought footy's. I mean, I've been doing footy for so long. This it's is all my you life. know. Yeah, it's all you know. You don't know anything else except for traveling and spending money. That you're traveling and wish- spending money that you probably should be putting somewhere yeah. that's going to make money back for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. And like and like the other thing I reckon as well is. It's part of like the athlete, right? Like it's like as soon as you start putting your eggs into something else, it's like you're admitting that it's going to be over. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're on the money here. And as soon as you admit that it might be over, you may as well be dead in the water. Because it's 100% in, not 99%, because you start putting 10% to the left, you start missing out on a few. Oh, why didn't you do that extra recovery, mate? Oh, oh mate, I had to go take this business meeting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, mate, I've got this big assignment to you. And I am saying it, that is absolutely how it should be. You should be taking that business meeting and doing that assignment. But it's like, well, okay, if you're putting eggs into this basket, where are they coming from? Yeah. And everyone, no one wants to admit that they're done. Nah, you're right. And, and as soon as, yeah, it's weak. The other thing to think about it, and I, I actually th- ponder this a lot because like now, like with what I'm doing, I'm like, I'm better at it. I work just as hard, but I'm like, now I kind of know what it's like to be at the other end mm. where it's like, you're so calm in yourself and in your ability and in the opportunities that will come your way. So I'm actually not, I guess, I don't mind thinking about other things as well. Um, whereas when I was playing footy, I, I didn't want to think about anything else because yeah. like I, I, I wasn't secure enough in my ability. So I was tipping everything in. I feel like that's- Do you know what I mean? No, I do. I reckon it's more, and I was in the same, I'd wonder why, what it would be like if me and you had a career where we're at the top. It'd probably be how you're feeling now. Probably. Because you don't have to stress. You don't have to worry about- Because you know the performance will look after itself if you do what you've been doing. Yeah. Or or you're backed in though. Like there's there's a difference between- You you are backed in, but you're in that position where you're like, I know for one fumble I'm out. Whereas- A reason to be picked rather than a reason to be dropped. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder how the mindset would be, you know, if you- if I was like just on the edge, get yeah. like like getting on the project game now and then. Yeah. And I've, and then all of a sudden you, because I look back on my career, I don't know about you, but the games that I played well, I never even stressed about anything. I was so raw in the mind where, to be honest, I wasn't thinking about anything, but just smiling and having a lolly before the game. And I knew my role because I'd done that much bloody study and education on my role and my position that I'd go out there and just have fun. And it'd happen. It happened, and then it would happen really, you know. And you'd be, and then all of a sudden, when you're under pressure, consistently, consistently, feedback, feedback, feedback. All these things are going through your head. You start thinking about things that are out of your control. You bring before, it back before and, you know it. You can't get a kick, and then yeah, and then you start doubting yourself. I don't care what you say. Am you're I good anymore. You have your sports side, you know, psychologist chat. You feel good, but nothing happens that weekend. Be patient, and then you start going I through mean, that fuck, cycle. It's been four weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. been five weeks. Yeah. 
And that's what does weigh you down a bit. So I wonder what it's like when you're talking about these things if you weren't a fringe player, you know, and and, and that 100% in versus I can't do anything else because they'll think that I'm not doing this because they know that I'm on the edge and I can't afford to be with the perception of being seen not to get to that extra, you know, recovery session regardless that it is optional. That means that you be there. Otherwise, we're no, judging no, no. you. Yeah, no, it's optional, but we're taking – like, like it's like, um you know, like the first time trial or something. They go, oh, like this, this one doesn't count. Well, don't take times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This counts. It's a test. It's a te- oh, what? There's stopwatches and there's a distance. <laughs> That's a test, brother. Yeah. Like, you just reminded me. Falls Festival. I think we were both there. We oh, were at the Taylor's well. house, and I had to do a. Uh, me, me, Zach Clark, and a few other boys went to Geordie. Obviously, Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went yeah. to Falls, and Clarky's hurt his knee. Oh, I was at that Falls. Do you it remember? Went, the it story? went around like wildfire. Oh, my God, bro. He's done his knee. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about. Who else would have taken that? Well. Oh mate, it was it was a scary moment to be involved that one. So we're on, we're at Falls Festival and we've had a re- re- responsible alcohol chat pre uh, holidays. We used to have those smart choice meetings about how many beers you're going to have, how many nights on the piss. To be honest, everyone would just lie. No, no, everyone just goes, yeah, no worries. It's like when you see a doctor now, they go, how many standard drinks? Oh, about six a week. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, mate, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like six so, a week, mate, yeah. This one was like, <laughs> this was hard because I'm like, I haven't been home for like all of summer or spring um, and you're going home for Christmas. So like, what nights are you going to, you only got three and I'm going to a three-day falls festival. I'm thinking, well, there's three right there. You got Christmas Eve, you got you Christmas got, Day, Boxing Day, and then you don't really go after New Year's. You know, nah, after New Year's because it's a pretty quick turnaround then. We start on the 4th, 4th in Perth. So in that period, I'd already broken – I'd already run an unbelievable 3K off the back of a, you know, you know as a bit, off season. I used to just – But then nah, but then also they leave you with this. What? Well, well, look, Tommy, this is, this is your program – but you know, if you wanna if you wanna take strides next year, this is where we'd be stuck. And they move and they shift the goalposts. Yeah, like, it's like five more seconds cut yeah, off. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. mate, I just fucking. And not only that, they move it into the space that's supposed to be your dead period, where you're supposed to be doing nothing. But they put the pressure. They put, but they never say it. They no. go, oh well, you know, if you want to be better, yeah, it's all, mate, it's up to you. For the for these for, ones, if it was my career, I know what I'd be doing. For the listener, for the listener, we're both doing that thing, you know, um, with the eyes where you imply something without saying it. You go, yeah. well, we know what we'd be doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the eyes, the eyes widen a little bit, the head turns ever so slightly. Yeah, and. I remember going away and thinking that was on the shoulders already, and I already knew that I was. Well, you've break- already got it. In your head. Well, I'm already breaking the rules in my head. That means okay, if I'm going to drink more, I'm going to I'm going to train more. Train more. So I remember we had healthy, no, right? Yeah, Falls Festival lawn. Where the fuck do you run? Do you know where we ran? We ran not up- around the not around the path there. Mate, we went in the lawn and just ran up the hills. Just ran for ten k. I had to get some like I just had to get some running. So I went up there after the first night and just just you know, found a way. Just found a way and actually tightened up. Like tightened back, up. back calf, calf Ooh. it was because I reckon I just got out of the tent and then straight on the run. Yeah, back, probably my, from my back. So I'm already so I was like, oh god, I can't keep running here because if I go another big sesh, like a big running sesh, I've got that time trial on the fourth in the morning, like seven a.m. in Perth. Yeah. So, so I'm thinking, maybe just be fresh and just do it with your head, like you, 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 you fear. No, do it on fear. Yeah, do it on fear. Yeah. Nothing motivates you better than the fear. And I'm like, okay, so 
no more running for me in terms of that's tight. Did me gym session, you know, outdoor BT's joint with Jordan, little bench press they had. You yeah, know, little, yeah, yeah, that skinny, yeah, little skinny fucking thing. Yeah. Used to feel and good, actually. No but, no, but you're like, do I go inside the thing or do I go outside? outside? Yeah, because yeah, you're so used to grabbing yeah. on the inside, just, yeah. Just do whatever. I could probably get back into a bench press, oh, to be honest, mate. It's fucking Slopopotamus down oh, here. Oh, Slopopotamus. That's a good one, mate. That's my nickname now. <laughs> it's hard when you finish. Anyway, and we go to Falls and uh, I think it's the it's, it's New Year's Eve and, and we're all having a few drinks in Clark he's just tried to like tackle me on the hill and he's hurt his knee and that's that's literally him doing his knee right didn't do an ACL did the next one down I can't remember uh, M- MC MCL, or or something it was yeah. bad yeah if it's got CL in it yeah and I remember like he's like oh I've, done, I've hurt me knee and I'm like you'll be right mate and then he was limping around and we're like mate you, are you alright and then it, you know it's New Year's Eve and starts then, off like <laughs> you'll be right off oh, it you're right, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right, mate. He's like, I don't know. And anyway, so I remember him, like, he's like, yeah, I'll be fine. You know, those tents, we're on this fucking, we got this shit tent we bought the day Kmart, before. Yeah, Kmart, 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 special, eight like, bucks or something. Yeah, just, mate, you're on your list of players, boys. Come on, at least get the 12 bucks super tent. <laughs> yeah, get the super tent. In we go, me and the draft, we're in the tent. And I'll never forget, because I kind of, I probably wasn't as drunk the night before, just because it did. I did panic a bit worrying about him. And I remember waking up going, he just, I remember him rolling over. You know when you go to bed, you're freezing at Falls Festival and then the sun hits you early in the morning. Sun hits the tent and you're steaming. Steaming. And I woke up from steaming early in the morning. I'm like, Clarky, you're right? He's like, oh. I'm like, mate, here's that right knee or whatever left knee. Whatever yeah. knee it was. How's your knee? He goes, mate, fucking it's blown hell. up. It's blown, mate. It was a balloon. And I was oh. like, oh. give me a look. And I'm like, Oh no, he's like, mate, this isn't good. He's like, what do we do? And we knew we got to call the right people straight away. And I think the news story, I think, I think they mate, they it, broke it. They mate, shouldn't have broke it. It went around falls because I was with Dan Hanabry and Alex Johnson, and we heard that Zaka had Zaka's had done his fucking knee. We heard somehow, yeah. And I was like, what the hell? It went viral, mate. It's like this is this is quicker. This is quicker than like ABC. Then top, well, nothing's quicker than ABC. <laughs> uh, we're, we're we're just thorough, okay. Um, Tom Brown was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom Brown said it was you who did his knee. Yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's quick, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Nice. Everyone knew, man. And then that happened, and then I was like- Phones don't work in force. No, nah, no, nah, exactly. No service. So we're doing- And I was guilty by association. Well, this is the other thing. So they're you like, who are you with? Tommy Sheridan. Oh, of course you were. And I'm going, well, well fucking- Well, what he tackled I? me. Yeah, oh, like I didn't do anything, and neither did Zach. We did nothing happen. So people wanted actually a better story. And that's the thing. It was a disappointing one. I'd rather him carry me in the middle of- I think Temper it was Rufus were playing yeah. in the tent, and he was throwing me around, and it buckled. That's what we, everyone wanted us to say. And it was like, no, well, it didn't happen. And everyone would have, you know, at the club, mate, what actually happened? What, I'm like, I fucking told you. Like, that's it. And I'm people sorry, like, boys. Yeah, I'm sorry, boys. We'll let you down. There's not much on it. To the 3K time trial. So I've had to deal, you know, who are you with, what happened, you know, a few death stares and that. And I forget getting told you'd want to fucking run your time. <laughs> and my time was five seconds below the PB. I've just smacked pre, you know, and I've done that. I've heard that. I've had that tight calf. Tight calf. So that's playing in your head. In me head. And what about all the shit you do when you're walking around the house and stuff? You're doing like the little home oh, tests. Oh, the hops and yeah, that. The little, oh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't down the good. hallway. Oh, oh, I don't know. My physio, Marshall Stockton, I'll say his name because he's the greatest human alive. Now, 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 is this, a, is, this a, is this a physio away from Frio? No, no, he's still there. He's the main man. Like, okay, he's yeah. a gun. Like, I just remember going to him saying, I'm tight. And he's like, I'm like, mate, what do you think? Like, do you reckon I can 
can't run. There goes the caps again there off the Milwaukee the uh, blower there. Yeah, it, no worries in front of the Riggs Eyewear. Oh, yeah, that's just the prize is coming it's later. There's there. a few <laughs> exciting things. And uh, I go to Stocko. I said, mate, oh, I don't know if I can get this 3K. I, don't I reckon it'll be a risk for the, you know, the summer. And I'll do it. He goes, mate, you're going to have to do it. We've just spoken. And after what's just occurred, they're not going to let you out. And I go, and that's not his decision. He's mm. just like, mate, I'll just, just get, you'll be right. You'll be right. Just get through it. And I was like, all right. It was just tight. It wasn't not bad. Mate, I've never been more anxious and nervous in my life. We're going out there. I've got that much pressure on my shoulders. Like and- like the pit in your oh, gut. Mate, I wanted to feel, like, I couldn't eat breakfast. No, I was like, sick it's, of it. it's already bad. It's, it's hard already to explain bad to people if, as well. If it's you've like, done the work. It's still a performance. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've done all the work besides the last four days. And I'm like, oh, I skip. and that was the, mate, looking back now, blokes don't do that shit for three months. Let's get on a bike and they'll be fine. Where I was like, fringe play, do it, everything. Got to do more, 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 yeah. Anyway, I just never forget getting out there and everyone's had, and they changed the, they changed the deck. They go, fuck, we couldn't get the deck from. Quick, quick deck. We're going to Freo now to do Heavy it. 10. And we're, well, yeah, we're going from a fucking good four to a heavy nine. <laughs> I'm going, you've got to be joking. I'm thinking about what shoes do I wear? Jesus fucking Christ. Got the screw in. Yeah. <laughs> and mate, so it started and I've just gone out like a, you know. Bullet a gate. Bullet a gate. And I remember running it and thinking, fucking, I hope I beat this time. And I beat what did my, you nick round in? Uh, that one was like, I think it was a 10. 10.10 or a 10.07 or something. It was one of my quickest I'd done. That's quick. It was fucking lightning when I look back. My best was 9.57 at draft camp, and that's an Eddie had like a hard set. And not only that, you, 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 and, um, you're 65 kegs ringing wet. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And I'm go- and this is obviously with what's occurred and the nerves and the, you know. Talk that's about- a good performance. You've, you've put up a good performance. Everyone had a, Everyone went backwards. Everyone. So I remember, Ross, I never, I never So forget. was there like a standard deviation? Yeah, well, 50% of the group didn't pass the time they did pre-Christmas. And I'll never forget. It was like he was trying to catch – it was like they were trying to – well, he catch was, you. Ross was really – he was like, stand up and stand over here if you didn't beat your time. And I reckon 70% of the group went there. And I'm like, I could just see him like ready to eye me off. And he goes, stand over here if you beat your time. And I just – I just remember beating it by two seconds. He just walked over yeah! there. <laughs> and I'll never get the look and he's just looking at me like so disappointed because I could just see that spray no, coming. No, because you were going to be the one that's just going to cop the whole brunt of it. The every, oh, man. Same thing. Blocks so, like you is why. This 70, and I just remember going, oh, oh my. It's like the biggest. And we went over there and it wasn't too much of an issue after that. But that's another sliding door moment where it's you could be playing twos all year. Well, mate, so. So that was, oh, talk about pressure. The, the starting midfield at Sydney in 2011, I think. All of them, all of them miss their time. First session back for 2012 season, we win the flag. It's yeah, it's no correlation, is there? It's like guys are gonna guys are gonna do the work. Like you don't need like obviously being fit then helps because training standards are up. All that. But also, it's the longest preseason in world sport. Mm. And, we've cut, and th- since we've mm. played, they've yeah, we're extended. All. Yeah, we're all we're dinosaurs with the uh, preseason now. But they've the boys don't come back till Jan now. Can you imagine me and you coming back in Jan? Oh, oh man. Oh, maybe. I probably, probably wouldn't have lasted You would have had six years. I would have had seven, oh, oh, <laughs> two years on it. Mate, mate, I would have had some serious- Well, maybe it's the other way. You get, boys just get bored and train harder. Well, I mean- It's a, it's a much better decision. 
So good for the mental. Like, think about how jaded you are in oh. fucking August. Well, you fill the buckets up of life, family, friends, and then you're like, you know, I've had enough of that. I'm ready to just put my head down and get to work for 20, 30 weeks, 30, 30 40 and weeks. It's a sprint. I don't care what anyone says. You you are, as soon as you're in those doors, foot is flat. Yeah. And you are going. Yeah. It's just, that's all we know and that's all we do, except for that day off. And that, not, that might even be recovery. So, oh, we've just given everyone an idea of what it's like to be a fringe player and the little things that go on outside. Yeah. And no, they're great. They are great. Don't get me wrong. Oh, but like one thing I was going to say back there, I reckon having been a fringe player and not gotten what I wanted out of it and now, and, and then like a couple of years after kind of working out that it was going to be okay. That's made me okay at what I do now. Does that left that drive inside you? I, so I've worked just as hard, if not harder, than what I did when I played. But I also remember how we were talking about that, like almost not caring. Yeah, I've got like the like like I've got like I know I work hard, and I I'm kind of happy with whatever will happen. Got the balance right with everything else. So it's it, it's like the complete opposite of footy. I was I like worked hard, but then I was so in my head. Yeah. About it working out. So when I play, I get. Yeah. Now I'm just like in the flow state. It's yeah, the flow. best. Yeah. The blue, the blue head thinking. Yeah. We love it. That's awesome, mate. No, it's great. It, it is fucking. It's good. And it's good to hear. And it's good to see. I mean, we're going to, we're going to touch on the Logie later oh, on. But like you t you see the Logie and just being a, a larrikin you are and such a, a funny man. I love being around. It's just you look on TV and it just, it is quite inspiring for a lot of people and a lot of your friends. And it's a good recognition. Like you say, you don't get to reflect until you talk about yourself on a podcast. Yeah. You receive an award. Yeah. yeah. You receive an award like that. Well, we're going out. When was the last time you received an award before a Logie? Must have been at school, man. Yeah. It's, you don't get much after 18. 14 years, I reckon. Yeah. And that's a great moment. Oh, mate. It was so, it was so fucked. Cause like, I didn't want to put the moz on myself. So like I hadn't written a speech or anything and I was nervous. And so I'm having a few beers and stuff. And I reckon I knew about a minute before they announced it. Because every single camera in, in the room comes around and they're all like the, and I'm like, fuck. And I've kind of had a look over my shoulder because like Mel Bracewell's over there. Second favourite. Second favourite. I came home with a wet sail in terms of the odds too. Um, <laughs> I'm good mates until all, all Cotton Andy Allen and stuff. And they like tweeted about it. And then like- The market mover. Market moves. <laughs> <laughs> and because I also had that thing where I, where, where I lost me shit at um, Fed Square oh, with the Socceroos. Yeah. Lost my shit. And then, so like basically in the last week, I moved like- that's awesome. I moved from like four bucks outsider to like $1.30 favourite. Oh, it's a, just jump on. Okay, yeah, over. get home. Um, so anyways, so you've got all that. I've had a look over. There's Mel Bracewell. She's, um, there was just significantly less um, Camera. cameras there. And I'm like, look, I don't want to say it. And then like everyone around the table's like looking at me like this. I'm like- Oh my God. Like then I got a pit in my stomach because like, oh my God, I think it's gonna happen. And then I'm like, fuck, who do I thank? What do I say? So then I'm like, oh shit. Executive producers of the show, the other hosts, um, give Mel a nod. But then the first fucking thing I do, I've got the Logie in my hand. <laughs> so I win, obviously. Like, yeah, fucking Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your arm. <laughs> Up I'm walking, looking like I'm from the seventies in a fucking purple suit, <laughs> a mullet, yeah. moustache. Up I go, I've got the Logie in hand. Actually, no, the first thing I did before I said any of that, I don't know where this came from. I like look over at Justin Stevens, who's just been announced as the new head of news. So brand new boss. 
And I've just neg- started negotiating my contract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mate, negotiations are back on, mate. <laughs> so anyway, so all of this happens, hilarity ensues, blah, blah, blah. You'll ask me questions, whatever. So the next morning I catch... Like I hop in a I hop in a ride with Costa, you know Costa the from the gardening Costa from ABC from Gardening Australia, Icon. I hop in a cab with him. We get to the airport. Out we get. Out of the car in front of us gets Hamish Blake. Yeah, he's got a silver and a gold Loki. So 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 you yeah so so you've got the gold there. You've got my one there, which is like the like best new. So it's like you're on that path basically, and then he's like th- where I'm going. He's got the gold, so we're just kind of we go through we go through security and we're trying to have a look because we want to see what the logies look like going through. <laughs> they look fucking weird. <laughs> Is that a sex toy? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, through we go, um, and I'm sitting down like, yeah, fuck, we'll get a photo. So we get a photo with like our logies, which is a weird sentence. We're there like that, and I get a call from uh, management. Hello. Yeah, we've just got a call from the ABC. They've given you a bump. They've given me a pay bump. Twelve hours. Oh, <laughs> Twelve hours. That is, brilliant. that is that is exactly what you want. Twelve hours. Hey, you put it out there. Pay bump, mate. <laughs> I was gonna. That's one of my questions. Did you get the pay rise? Oh, you I got did. it. You got it. <laughs> Fuck it. Was, good. Mate, I was. But, but there I was. I'm like, I've I've got this. Like it's so weird. Wasn't sinking in. He's got he's got the gold. And we got them out. I'm like hanging out with Hamish, who's a fucking legend. Funny man. Funny guy. Costa's there. I've just won a low. I don't know what's going on. And then I get the call, I get the paper. I'm like, oh, the trifecta. can you stop? <laughs> <laughs> I just need to stop right now. Hang the, hang the boots up. But, mate, it's so good. So I've got a logo just sitting next to the TV at home. Oh, I'm Which is a power play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mate, have a seat on the couch. Oh, yeah, mate. <laughs> Taking the vista. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway whenever we – um. Because I'd like, oh, obviously it's 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 awesome, but like, as you know, with anything, you don't do anything for that shit. Like you do it. Yeah, that's just a real. But reward. it's kind of fucking nice to have one now. So anyway, like it's a great way to end a conversation if someone's getting on top of you and a bit of back and forth. Oh yes. I'll so just send a, the, yeah. I'll just send a photo and I'll just be like, <laughs> I'm right, you're wrong, <laughs> or or. I'll just like someone will say, you know, something about the TV. They're like, fuck yeah, how good was that episode of like Game of Thrones or something? And I'll just slowly get up and pick the Logie up and have a look at it and just be like, so my housemate's name's David. I'll be like, see, Dave, the thing about TV is um, <laughs> as a Logie winner, they hate <laughs> oh, they fucking hate it. <laughs> there's, not, there's not much you can come back well, with. Well, what do you say? Yeah. Like, you could be so wrong and just take a selfie. No, I'm right. Yeah. Um, it's fucking great. It's so And good. that's the old, we go back to footy, you'd just be like, how many flags you won? Yeah, I know. And, and when you, you look, haven't won one, you fucking just shut up. You you go, yeah, yeah, you're right, I'm yeah, wrong. Because you were good. one of the, a successful 22 and yeah. I didn't get a gig. But yeah, I did. Now I was, the, yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah. Cheers. Now I'm going to go cry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you win again. I yeah. don't know why, but oh, now you got the Logie. Yeah, I oh, know. I've got the Logie. And how heavy? Is it heavy? Heavier than you think. You could really do some fucking damage. It with looks that. pure. Mate, so you know the funny thing about the Logies, right? I genuinely didn't really enjoy the night. Because it, like there's so many air kisses, and like everyone just acts like they know each other. So What's it's an like, air kisser. Oh, really? you know, oh, so great. Oh, to, oh, oh, such a big fan. Oh. Love you. And you're like, oh, you don't know who I am, <laughs> yeah. and I don't know who you are. They're jumping on. No, 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 no. But like everyone's doing this to everyone, right? Oh, this is a big fucking circle jerk. You know, like everyone's just like getting around everyone. Yeah, because it's like, oh, mm, loved you, loved your show, loved this. 
I've never seen you before in my life. But anyway, after I won, right, so you go out the back, you do like press and stuff, and you come back around, and it's like the Brownlow, um, they lock, like, like they shut the doors off while the telecast is on, so like they don't have people milling around. So we're all out there waiting. Um, and keep in mind, I have no idea who anyone is. So my, so my technique was to be really gracious to everyone Say th- and but like people are coming up to me because I'm yeah you got the, you, you got nowhere to fucking put yeah you got nowhere to put the logie oh so you're just holding it you're just walking around with it <laughs> man I nearly lost it like five times because I'm like put it down and I'm pretty pissed by the end of the yeah, night yeah. so off off I go and then someone's like don't Tony mate don't, don't forget your logie I'm like yeah that's right <laughs> anyway anyway I um so I'm walking around and people are coming up oh congratulations is everything um I'm so oh thanks it's really kind from you I really appreciate it blah blah and I. The only person I knew in my category was Mel Bracewell. Um, and anyway, so this guy comes up. So, um, oh, Tony, mate, congratulations. Um, really deserving winner. I'm like, oh, mate, stand alone. Thanks. Thanks, mate. Means so much. Really appreciate it. Pregnant pause. I was actually nominated against you, mate. I'm like, oh, oh, I'm like, oh, thanks, mate. Yeah. Better luck next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't know what it is still. <laughs> oh, really? Just come no up here. Oh, that's gold. <laughs> and nor should you really. <laughs> no, but no, but like this is the thing. It's like who the fuck is yeah, everyone? Like what the fuck funny. is with it? He, was, he, want, he, he I can visualize him just going, "Come on, mate. You know who I am." No, like pregnant pause. <laughs> I'm like, and, and I'm like. This thing it's fucking looks good, doesn't it? <laughs> Mate, and the other one, so I've got no work harder, buddy. Yeah, no, 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 work. Fuck that's fuck. So you don't know who it is. We've got to hunt that bloke down. Oh fuck. It's no, gotta be we... one of how many nominations were there? <sighs> I don't know. I remember throwing you up on Instagram. I, genu- like, vote I, for this bloke. I genuinely don't know. <laughs> that's fucking Anyway, funny. um and like on that, so keeping in mind what I've just told you, how I had no idea who anyone was. I'm back at the table at one point and there's someone sitting next to me that I didn't recognize because they hadn't been sitting next to me, but I just assume that they are someone of importance. So I'm talking to them like, Hey, you know, giving them everything. I just, cause I don't know. I don't know who they are. They could be this, this woman. She could have been the kingmaker. She could be the person who taps you on the shoulder and goes, you have a limited series and it's yours. Like you just don't know. And not that that's why I'm being nice to these people. I'm just being nice because I'm just assuming everyone is going to be nice back. Anyway, I'm talking to this person, talking to this person. And I didn't realize this. But this person goes, can you just, like, I'm just a seat filler. Stop talking to I'm like, what? I'm just a seat filler. What do you mean? So when the ad breaks are on, and if, like, that seat isn't filled, by the time they get back, they come and sit down. Oh, you're So kidding. I've got no fucking idea who this is. <laughs> can, can you just stop? Giving you nothing. I'm just a seat filler. A seat filler. <laughs> I've never heard anything like and it. Sh- I mean, fuck. I mean, so don't- their job is to come out and, and fill and the, the seat TV so it looks, so it looks full, full. That's gold. And there I am, just trying to be a nice fella. Yeah. And they shut me down. Oh, mate, you know what? That's a reflection on them. You're the Logie winner. Did you get the Logie out? I don't think I had it at this point. It's oh, all a bit of a blur. Night. It's all a bit of a blur, if I'm being honest. I was, I nearly missed me limo too, because I was down at the pub with me mate, having a few beers, and I got a few distressed calls, because like they were waiting out the front. So I had to run back to the QT, <laughs> run upstairs, and they're all staring at me. I'm in like me Birkenstocks, pair of shorts, bucket hat, 
I'm just like, oh, fuck, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I, I remember seeing your interview in the morning. You wouldn't have had a wink of sleep. Oh. What do they do the interview? So is it, you'd know. Do they have to do that so they can turn around for the night? I, I was pretty dirty on that because I had a day off. I'd taken the day off, so that was in me leave. Yeah. And I, I, I could hear them banging on me door. Because I, I, I was speaking to Cripper, the, um, like yeah, he's so just, he won his I had, Brownlow. I, I had Cripper on oh, did his brekkie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's... Like he's just won a Brownlow. Give, give him, the, give him the, the next morning. You know sleep. what? He's still going to be a Brownlow medalist one yeah. day later. This is what I was saying. I'm like, the Logie's going nowhere, fellas. Yeah. I'll bring it back to News Brecky the next day. We'll have it on set. You should, yeah. I just think they should give you a day to celebrate because I just could. I remember just looking at him on TV. I'm going, man, he's had minimum an hour sleep because he's had no choice. Like, you go on a 4 or 5 a.m. to celebrate, and then you've got interviews at 6 to like 11. And like, the other thing about that is as well with. Um, like the brown though, like I, I get that there's big money and there's stuff that you've got to do. Like there's, there's not at, well, not at the ABC, but there's at like a major network, at, at a major commercial network. There's, there's big partners and sponsors and all that kind of stuff. But like Cripper is the leader of the Carlton Footy Club, who have huge, huge sponsorship money associated with them. I'm like protecting the brand by actually not putting him up. Yeah. I'm giving him, like, and not saying, and he was fine. Like, he was great, as everyone always is. They might look dusty, but they're still. Well, you're always going to look tired and not your best because you've had no sleep. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just remember watching it going, geez, I'd love that person that wins to get a, a cracker night with it, which they do, but then get to sleep in the morning then and punch wake the, up and. Yeah, wake up, punch have a couple, out. Yeah, yeah, have a couple more beers and then. Do, do, do the Arvo shift. Yeah, 100%. But anyway, um, you know, it was a good night. So you got the you got the early, so what time was yours? Because yours was six a.m. as well, wasn't it? <laughs> nah. So I ended up only going on air. They tried to get me at seven fifty, and I was like, "Don't, don't even dare." No. Where were you at the front? You had the were you in the bucket hat in the interview? Nah, I had to. No, nah, I had a hood on. Hoodie on. That's right. I was, like, I was I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Look, things have been better. <laughs> I clearly don't really want to be. I'm, what time did you wrap up the logie? About half past. Yeah. Yeah, half past. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good one, though. You always minimise the time yeah, anyway. Well, half past what? Was it a great night? Like, did you- Mate, it, it was so much fun. And, like, I was really lucky. So I had one of my best mates up there. We snuck him in. Yeah, seat filler. Well, mate, no, the best thing was about halfway through. So, like, basically, because I was a person of interest, like, I was nominated for something, there was a bit of buzz around me. Like, I could have done anything. Yeah. There's the hats again. These um, caps, they're just these they're caps, flying these caps, around. They're flying around. That's right. Caps.com.au. Yeah, caps.com.au. The home of headwear. And they feel really sturdy oh, mate, as well. They'll leads. protect your head. And we've, of course, got the Rick's eyewear there oh, as well. That looks eyewear. great. The Milwaukee tools. Don't worry about the Milwaukee tools. Now, I know we'll get to that later, but I'm the kind of guy who could do with a few more tools in his life. Oh, well, and yeah, you're right. And and be, you know, and understand how to use them all. Yeah, maybe maybe that first. Um, <laughs> but um, where was I? What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so you get this, like, gold VIP, um, like, entry thing. And so, I, like, I didn't need that because for what, for once in my life, my gold entry thing was my face. And it's never been my face before. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been, not, I'm with Cripper. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm his mate. At the nightclub, see those tall blokes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm with yeah, them. Yeah. And yeah. I've got to get them in. Yeah. And I'm with them. <laughs> <laughs> for once, I was, I was the guy, right? So I'm, and, like... Anyway, I, I did all that, but I've given Ben. It was like it was like one of the Willy Wonka's golden tickets, right? <laughs> so I was just like, mate, bring a tux up, and about halfway through the night, slap that thing over, and no one will look twice at you. You'll just walk straight through. 
and he did. That's and so my mate's there, and then I've got Dylan Alcott, who's a, who's a real good mate, and Andy Allen as well, who were all up there. So Andy, Andy's show MasterChef got up as well, and Dylan, ironically, was the one who won my award before me. So it was just good to have the boys. Yeah, that's epic. There together. Um, so yeah, like we just we just went um, back to some of the parties, and then because like every every network has its own parties. Oh, the individual parties afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yes. big, no big one where they all merge. No, no, no. So like, and like, so everyone kind of has a network that they go like. Generally, you go to the networks that you go to, um, but because the ABC's taxpayer money, they don't have one. There wouldn't be a good look on just going and getting pissed up on, you especially know. Especially when you've just, you know, announced your negotiation. No, oh, no, especially when I've just cost them a bit more cash, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, up on the spiritual home of the Logies, the Gold Coast. Um, oh, there's plenty to do. There's plenty to, but so I was I was back at the Channel 10 after party with um with Andy and Dill and my mate Ben Johnson. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah, I was, it was it was so good. And like, and like you said, like not something that I'd, would ever stop and pause to reflect, but on the flight back to Melbourne, I was like, "Fire out!" That's like, it's pretty cool um, having all that stuff kind of happen at, at, in a pretty quick period of time. Mm. Yeah, no, it's great. And one thing I really loved, which I'd like to talk about now, but like the impact the Taylor family have had on you in your life, oh, and mate. you mentioning BT up there would have been a special moment for both of you. Like, do you want to touch on what the Taylor family? You know, you can mates with Ryan, obviously. Yeah, BT's oldest, uh, oldest son. Where did you meet the Taylors and how much have they done for you growing up? Boarding school. So I went to Assumption College. Um, that's where um, BT and Tanya's kids went. Um, and basically Ryan and I hit it off. We're in the same year level, Ryan being BT's eldest. Um, and yeah, like I used to stay at their place three, probably three of every four weekends. I'd just be there, um, play footy at Riddles Creek. I reckon, yeah, I must have been under 16s and I was playing under 12s and we used to love watching their 16s because it was just so quick and everyone was so good. And you've come down and everyone was like, this guy's a fucking superstar. <laughs> They're like, who is he? Like, BT's brought him down. Yeah, I oh, know. It's like BT built me in a lab or something, oh, you know? It, where's he got this bloke from? I oh, know. Well, because like, we were so bad and I remember, so in my first, so I played two years. I played like 15 games over two years. The first year I was there, I hadn't won a game mm. and I come down, I'm playing like Dali or something like that. And I've, I'm, I mean, I can't count that high, but I've had over 50 <laughs> Easy. and I've kicked like three or four and we've won. And they're like, they treat me like I'm Nelson Mandela. They're like, <laughs> no, mate, you're going to solve the world, mate. You're, like, you're, you're the king. And then I came back the, like the next year and like, cause I think we were a young team. You know how like you kind of went in cycles in yeah, the 14s. Like when you had the majority of your players who were younger, it was a huge difference. Like, so they were 15 playing in the 16s. And then when you had them 16 in the 16s, we won the flag. And we even won the flag. We had like a head count at halftime or something. And we had one too, too many on. So they, they wiped our score, but we still fucking won. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like, it was it was awesome. Uh, won a flag with Ryan, which was sick. Um, but um, that was only... That was only because of BT and Tanya um, opening their doors to me. And yeah, like I'm, I, I remember BT would give me, um, you know, pointers and tips, like once I got on an AFL list, all that kind of stuff. I mean, I, know, I, was, I was never really near the ball when I when I played, but fuck, he made it seem like I had 40 oh, every time, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He just oh, mentioned you when you're on screen, yeah, you know. Like, it's great. It's just great how he looks after the boys he knows. Oh, man. And so, like, he didn't even tell me, but he flew Ryan over 
for my first game. So I played against Frio. I played against Frio in 2010. We got spanked in round one. But I look up in the stands. I'm warming up. There's Ryan. Like, just shit like that, right? Mm. And then and then professionally now, like, he was one of the ones who gave me my big like, – like, like, just nudged the door open for me. Like, and he would always say, like – he did nothing like I still walked through it in classic BT style, yeah, right? Man. Mate, the stuff he does for people away, away, and he, he would hate the fact that we're talking oh, like I'd this. Hate He'd hate it. But like, so I started doing some commentary with some special comments. That's how I got my start in media. I did special comments on Indigenous radio. I did it, I did it for a couple of weeks, and there's this guy at Indigenous radio called Barry Denner. Now, Barry Denner calls on Triple M, often calls a BT. Now, um, and much is in my nature, I didn't want to call BT and ask him for anything. I just didn't want to do that. I didn't want to throw him out. I wanted I wanted to wait until I felt like I was fucking ready to go. Comfortable, yeah. All that kind of stuff. Anyway, I get a call from BT, kind of out of the blue. And I'm, like, I missed it, so I call him back. And he goes, Tony, mate, this is Lee Simon's number. You need to call him and have a chat and tell him about commentary and tell him that you're doing it at Indigenous Radio, um, but just call him. And anyway, I've got no idea who Lee Simon is at this point. I then call Barry Denner because I was like, because you know how BT can be pretty quick on the phone? Yeah. You got bing, bang, bong, gone. They don't muck around the old, N- older lads, do they? No, nah, no, nah, they just get it done and they're on to the next one. So- so I call Barry Denner and I go, I go Baz, like, who, who's Lee Simon? He's like, that guy started, um, that guy started uh, radio, uh, sorry, football commentary on FM radio. He started at Triple M. Oh, he's the, uh, he's he, the OG. He's like the godfather, right? And so I've called Lee Simon and, go, and he, I'm not going to try to do his voice, but he's just got this like, you know, like big kind of large than life. He said, Tony, well, BT told me to give all, all that kind of like, just, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. So we organize a meeting and you know, when you leave a meeting that you didn't realize was a job interview. So I've like sat down and had a chat with him in triple M studios, um, in, in, um, South Melbourne. And I've walked out and then I've realized, Oh, he was given, he was cross examining me. Like, seeing if I could tell a yarn, seeing if I was quick, seeing if I was sharp, seeing what my game knowledge was. But he was doing it just kind of- Subtly. Subtly asking questions. Anyway, a week later, I've got my first Triple M gig as a special comment, as a special comments guy. All the while at Indigenous Radio and got to give Peter Cardamone, Ron Rogers, um, Andrew Underwood, the guy who started, not started, but the guy who runs Indigenous Radio and Barry Denner, all a huge shout because they've, they helped mold me as well. But it was BT who opened the door to commercials. And then, so I, I knock it out of the park in my first one. I just kill it. Um, I just had a natural flair for With it. Special comments? Just special what comments. What game was it? Oh, fuck. Just, I, yeah, North matter. Melbourne. Yeah. It, was, it, was like, it was like a shitty time slot. Yeah. But it was Triple M. Anyway, I, I get a call from Lee on the Monday and he's like, Tony, uh, he's like, your ears been burning or something like that. And I'm like, oh, Oh, just want to know how I went after feedback, right? We love the feedback. Love it. And he goes, mate, you were great. But he goes, you know, you don't have to be bloody Albert Einstein to realise you didn't have the on-field career to last as a special comments guy. You know, next year, Nick Rewalt might retire and he'll walk straight into that slot you just did. So he's like, you need to learn how to commentate. 
commentate, not just do specials. And so I kept working at my craft on Indigenous radio. He kept giving me gigs, doing specials. And then the next year, so I started commentating properly on Indigenous radio. And then the next year, I got my first crack on Triple M doing special, I mean, doing um, play by play. So that, so that took me about a year from start to finish to get from Indigenous radio to calling on Triple M. And it was Richmond West Coast 2v3 here at the MCG in front of, like, there was like 85,000. It was the biggest game of the year. It was like Richmond um, had been going shit and then they won like nine in a row and West Coast were like second on the ladder. They were dominating and they come over and it's this huge, huge match. And like in that, I, was, I became the first Indigenous person to commentate on commercial radio. So like first ever. That's awesome. As play by play. But that's all down to BT opening the door. And then like from there, so BT opening the door, Andrew Underwood supporting me to keep giving me games at Indigenous Radio. And then from there, I get the Yoka footy contract to host that alongside Bianca Hunt. And I did it next to um, Meg, um, next to Megan Waters. And then the ABC come knocking. But like all of all of it stemmed from right back there. So that's why on fucking Logie night, like uh, he, he was like 30 meters away, like straight in front, front and center. And I was just like, had to, how, how could yeah, you not? That was awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, BT especially would hate, would hate hearing that, but yeah, like so, and not just, not just professionally, but just as a person, he's been so great. Um, and yeah, I know, I you know as well. Like we we've both been lucky to have that family in our life. They hate this kind of attention, except Geordie. Yeah, uh, Geordie loves, loves it. Yeah, yeah. so we, we won't mention him. No, we won't yeah, mention Geordie. No, no. <laughs> he's ears right now. He's yeah. smiling. He's probably in the mines in WA. Oh, going, no, I got to mention. He's loving it. There yeah, Geordie, big mention. Yeah, cop that, mate. Um, Jesse, Harry, we'll give you yeah, some plug yeah, as well. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 RT as well. <laughs> but um, yeah, just such a beautiful family, and yeah, will forever be in their debt. Nah, it's well said, man. And you've literally painted that beautifully because it is, it is so insightful to understand the, you know, the opportunities and how you've just got to nail them. And then all of a sudden it does just open up and one thing turns to the next and another thing opens up and then all of a sudden you're winning a Logie. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's always going, and you've worked your ass off. Yeah, I've go, that's you. happened overnight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now you've worked your ass. And I haven't even uh, like touched on the commentary. We can do that another time, but the amount of work and refining of the craft of just calling games and education with players. And maybe that wasn't what you wanted to do. So you're like, I've got to work out. It and then I've just got to do it. Yeah, got to do it. It's my job, and do it with passion, like you do, and have that natural flair mixed in, and be different. And then, as you said, like to become the first Indigenous caller on commercial radio is a huge achievement. That's mm. history, you know. Yeah, I that's know. something you wouldn't really think about until it brings up. That's history. Yeah, I, like I never think about it, but it's still kind of like whoa when it's, I say it's it. It's massive, man. It's massive. Um, yeah, I, know, I mean, so and you're 32. We're only just fucking getting we're started. Just getting baby. going, baby. <laughs> um, the future's bright. Oh, it's bright for us, boys. No, but yeah, like it's all that kind of stuff. And like now, it's like crazy, right? Because I was doing jobs that like I hated doing. What were some of the jobs that you hated? Like you know, when you finished footy, were you doing anything that was like, what the fuck am I doing? Oh, mate, I was working in like fucking advertising. I was working in like I was working for Sports Ready, like. I loved the people, but it just wasn't me. You know? Yeah, great companies and people, but just wasn't what you wanted. Just wasn't what I wanted to do. And then, but then even like you know, calling 
calling three games of footy on a weekend. Like you're not you're not partying. You're not doing anything. and like you're not earning any money either. Because what? Because because you know, the Indigenous radio it's bloody community. It's community radio. So there's not bloody. Everyone assumes there's these mega bucks involved. Mate, it's barely filling the car up. You know, after yeah. tax. So you're doing that. You're doing the jobs no one wants to do. But then now it's like I'm in a position where. I say no to like 80%, 85% of the things that come in. And then I don't even say yes to the other 15%. I then say maybe mm. because I'm like, you know, the wheel completely shifts. And which is, it's fantastic. It's a great way to do it as well. Like work, it's a bit like an apprenticeship. 100%. You do so this, hard for yeah. nothing, no coin, but that experience is a lifetime's worth if you continue with it. Well, it's pretty funny as well. And you know what this is like. It's like, it's kind of the, the, like, like, like the better you're doing, you know, in like inverted commas, it's like the more opportunity that comes like, cause uh, like I'm, I've got management now and, um, I'm actually earning these guys some, 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 some yeah. dough. Well, who are they? Uh, so Liberty Artist Management. I apologize for not going through them. Yeah. Straight through to the artists. No, mate. Well, the, well, 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 the thing is here, I actually knew that this was going to be a love job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no payment involved <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. Um, That would have rained me. No, 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 it doesn't have any time. Maybe try back in 2025. <laughs> um, but like the thing is like now, um, yeah, I'm saying no to all this stuff. Because like I've got the choice, but I was like, fuck, like I thought that, yeah, you work hard, you establish yourself. And then it's like, gets a bit easier. No, you're working harder again because all these awesome opportunities come in and then you get excited by them and they're like sick opportunities. So like you want to do them. Um, but you're like, far out. I need 28 hours a day. Yeah. You can't burn yourself out as well. No, Yeah. But like, like all of us, you want it all to happen now. Mm. So like yeah, pati- patience isn't a virtue, you know, yeah. like, no, it's not. It's oh, hard well, to be so, patient. So, oh, I don't know. Like some, I don't know if I've got patience. Some, yeah. Look, it, it's not a virtue. Well, ambition. Like it's like I drive an ambition and people say be patient. I'm like if I wait, it won't happen. Yeah. Someone will go past me. Mm. What is the, uh, I've got it at the end there, but I might as well ask again, what what is the goals for you now? If you have set them, you've just won that Logie. Mm. What do you want to achieve in, uh, in life? We talk about it again at football clubs, the short term, long term goals. And the long term goals would be very ambitious, you know, premierships, Brownlows, all Australian games, whatever it might be. Visualize it and it'll happen in your, in your media career now. Like what is the goal for you or haven't you really sat down and set it? No, look, I think, I think for one of them, it'll probably be have a production company. Um, so you can pay yourself twice, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Roland Media over yeah. here. By, by the great man. Out, and a big shout out to Roland Media because it's the 100th episode oh, inside 100th the van. 100th episode inside the van. So, Brayden, congratulations. Yeah, Brayden. Can't thank you enough, mate, because since meeting you, you've made this uh, a pleasure. So thanks for everything you've done. And congratulations, mate. 100, 100 episodes, episodes inside in the, the Roland van. Media van. And it's... And it's um, and it's also got to be said that this is the most innovative oh, way to do it. Of it, like um, we won't say where we are, but my house is literally just there, like which is kind of weird. You get the call to go to the podcast, and you leave your home and you walk three steps, and then you hop in a van. Sounds a bit bloody sinister. It does. It's a it's a unique <laughs> one for people to kind of understand. When they get in, around, yeah. Yeah. But when they get in, they say the exact same thing. You go, and it's always off air because we're setting up. Yeah. Fuck, how good's this? Yeah, I oh know. It's unbelievable. Could do with some aircon, but we'll get there. Uh, oh, yeah. I haven't thought about that. Summer is around the Summer corner. Summer is around the corner. We are both overdressed though. Um, But um, what were we talking about? The goals. So yeah. Yeah, no. So production company's one. Yeah, so production company, Um, 
I want to get into write. So like I'm, I'm, I'm already doing it like writing my own kind of scripted, um, like comedy and drama stuff. Um, that's probably the next step getting away from newsy stuff and getting more go, go, going more down the entertainment path. Like that doesn't mean I'll say goodbye to news, but it's getting into those other, th- other areas more. Like I love going on like panel shows and I love just talking shit and yeah, having you're, fun. Yeah, you're just so, you're so natural at it. You know, I'm lucky to be in a position where I'll at least get the meetings, you know, like now I'll get the meeting. Whereas it's near on impossible to get a meeting if you're a no one, Yeah, you know, like, like, so not a no one, but you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. If you're someone without- You four years ago. Yeah. If you're me four years ago, I'm not getting those meetings. They go, what the fuck? He's just an ex-footballer who's got no idea what he wants to do. So he's shooting out in every direction. Yeah. Now- I mean, you, you bring the luggy. Yeah, well, I think I will. How do you say no to that, motherfucker? I reckon I reckon I, yeah, just put it underneath the chair and just well, and go, mate. What do you think of this, mate? I was thinking the other day. I got it's some, a, it's a, as you said, it's a power move. I got some feedback the other the other day. At um, not the other day. It was maybe like two three weeks after the logies, and it was just like the you know your performance review because you get performance reviewed at the ABC, and I was like, fucking hell, like don't need, I don't, don't need this. <laughs> you gotta be kidding. Performance review. Performance fucking review. Most popular new talent, mate. That's a popular vote. You know what that means? Australia fucking voted. (laughs) And Australia says, you're going all right, son. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. I seem like a fucking megalomaniac. And I'm not. I'm not, but that's I was. Great. But that thought did cross my yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be lying if I did. Hey, process. Gotta keep the I'll process. Be, I'll, I'll be lying if I didn't say. Give me a fucking spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're kidding. It'd be like, it'd be like Nat Fife, right? He's just he's just on brown line number two, and he gets the call to go in for the fucking Monday, the Would Monday, you? Monday. Just go in with Charlie around your yeah. neck and go, what do you reckon, mate? The target's on my back, all right? The hard one, wouldn't it? With giving them, giving them feedback while they got the uh, Yeah, I know. And like, and like, generally speaking, generally speaking, coaches are the ones who kind of play like 120 games maybe 90 games, good footy minds, but like- Unless they're Vossy. Yeah, no, but like gen, gen, generally speaking, like it's very rare that like the coaches are the absolute- Yeah. Stars, Lee Matthews, probably an exception, but you know- There's the, always exceptions. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. That's funny. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> and then the, the performance uh, review after winning a Logie. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, surely they just skipped that meeting. I'm like, come on, guys. I mean, I mean, we've we've talked about how frustrated we get with schedules that are extended out. What they need. I've still got a bit of that. This meeting could have been. This could have been an email that I wouldn't have read anyway. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Archive it. Oh fuck, mate. I'm so bad with the emails. I, I, just, I hate emails. I mean, they're so valuable actually to get it on paper. But I love a call. But then nothing gets action, so you just have to email. Do you know what's um, funny? You've probably noticed that calls don't go through to me. Yeah, you hate a call. I've got do not disturb on at all times. I get through. I was saying this the other day. No, no, you double. Yeah, I double. Oh, no, you double. See, some people are I don't just know relentless. That. Some yeah. people, cut, cut this. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, anyone like, listening, cut this. <laughs> Brace, yeah. can, we, can, we, can we cut this? I don't want <laughs> my do not disturb. No, nah, leave it in. Do not disturb people. If there's anyone out there, just fucking call them twice and it works a treat. Oh. I like Griffin Logan, Matt Tabernar, religiously do not disturb Mate, when they're on holidays. I'm mate, like, boys, fucking turn it off. Mate, my I'm, I'm, do not disturb. But the best thing is like, so my, so I've got, <laughs> I've got three agents. Um, they all work at, at Liberty, Sean, Catherine and Eloise. They're all in my favorites. Mum's, mum's in my favorites too. And that's it. Just the four. 
Just the four. So literally. Oh, so favourites means it comes through. Favourites means it comes straight through. Oh, geez, there you go. I'm not in uh, tabs and uh, Griff's favourites then. Cop that. <laughs> Hell. Oh, sorry, man. Jeez, I'm fellas. sorry, man. It's all right. Do you want to get him on? Do you want to get him yeah, on? Put me in for I'll a put week. you in right You'll now. You'll get rid of me next week. Yeah, fucking earth I will, but I'll get you in right now. That's hilarious. I didn't um, know that. But, but- It's a loophole. But the thing being, it's like, so people at work have realized if they want to get on to me- They need to be in the favorites. No, no, no. They they call- my <laughs> They d- yeah, they go there. Yeah, yeah, they have to go there to come to me. Oh, your managers are working overtime. Not enough. Harder. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, no, but it's 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 just because like like the reason I got them was because I was at, I was at this point where where like I was kind of like breaking through and stuff. Oh, things were happening, but like I'm I couldn't organise a kick in a karate fight, <laughs> and like like I'd forget. Like I forgot this was on. You called me this morning. Yeah, no, you, no, it, it makes complete sense. I've spoken to other people about this. It's. It's overwhelming. You can't do your job uh, if you've got so much going on. And if I've got other people doing that, it allows me, and I'm happy to pay. I'm happy to pay the lick because it means that when you do your actual work, you're not spending time doing admin. I'm doing my work. Yeah. Now you're spot on, and you can do it well. Well, that's the point. You don't want to be sitting there doing your work, doing your admin, doing all this, and just getting lost, and then doing a three quarter job on something. I yeah. hate that. No, no. And some people like the other way. They don't want to be the talent. They want to be behind the scenes and working their ass off, setting up people's day with their calendars and whatnot. So yeah, shout out to the management group for doing such a great job. And, yeah, I will. Liberty, working. Liberty artist management. There you go, man. That's great. Now we go, we go to the, uh, we've gone through what's next. I've got some random questions here before we get to some, this is my favorite part to yep. be honest, besides from the great stories, but just giving back. You don't come on Tommy talks here at Oz American Asian. <laughs> You walk home with something. You don't go in. You leave empty-handed, mate. We need we need you on a commercial network, being a being a being a radio shock jock, doing those. Well, me and you were to do one, but you've just. I think we had a discussion. This is how quick you move. We've gone from going just to an NFL podcast. I'm sorry, you, mate. Yeah, I, know. No, 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 I mean, I mean, I, low, you don't I don't that. know. I don't know if that's symbiotic anymore, mate. I think it's. I think it's more parasitic. Yeah, yeah. you want the low, you go. Oh, fuck, we're gonna do that NFL show. Get him, right? get him out of the favourites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's moved on. That's brilliant. Now, random questions. Here we go. Go. They're just random ones here. Tommy's tenant on me, Colin, but I think there's only nine today. What's the... <laughs> forgot to put another one in there. Braden, have you got one for me? What's the, your advice to those out there? Um. Okay. My advice to those out there is... Uh, and uh, it's easy to say this when you've kind of established yourself, but once you... Once you find like self like, like once you start loving yourself and are happy with who you are and find something that you love and are open to possibilities within that so rather than being so strict about oh, i have to be doing this that the other you you're just happy to be doing that and you have aptitude to it the world's going to be your oyster oh that's powerful like find find that spot in the middle where you love yourself you're doing something you love and you've got aptitude at that thing, things will work out. They might not work out. Fuck, I didn't think I'd be doing, I'd be getting up at Sparrowfart doing news breakfast. That was never on the bingo card. I love it and it's been good for me and I'm enjoying it. And I've got like self peace, like inner peace. It's the best. It's brilliant. On the flip side, what's the worst advice you've received in your life so far? If you... (laughs) If you, we all cop this in footy, if you work really hard at something, 
it will work out. <laughs> it doesn't always work it out. It doesn't always work out. I'm not saying don't work hard. I'm just saying don't 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 believe in it. No, like don't to fucking like don't expect it to happen <clears throat> from hard work. It takes more than hard work. It's great advice. You know, because like literally every fucking every single autobiography you've read about an AFL, AFL footballer, <clears throat> oh, I worked hard and it paid off. Mm. So yeah, that's a given, isn't it? What about everything else? Yeah, a de- decent dose of luck, decent dose of timing. The you timing know. is so important. Timing, like, and well, if you don't get it, you're under the next one. But geez, it's a it's, it makes a big difference. It makes a big difference. But that hard work thing is something that I mean, doing these podcasts, speaking to you know great people, and whether it's sport, business, life, whatever, yep. and they, and if they are successful, you always ask them, what is it? And one of the many things it's it's work my fucking ass off yeah oh yeah no exactly i'm so not saying no, no, i'm saying but if people out there don't they don't work hard and think it's gonna there's no chance so it's that's on the flip side yep but you're saying hard work's just the start yeah ex- that's ex- that's 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 better put so it's like hard work doesn't equal success is what i'm saying and what everyone hears is hard work does equal success no it's just one of the parts to it one part to many now you played at three three footy clubs. Yeah, yeah, I knew it was three. The Pies, the Swans, and Swans. Adelaide. Swans is your favourite. Yep. Grew up barracking for them. Oh, had, so you've grew up barracking for yep. them. Had the best time when I was playing there. Probably still have the most mates. Yeah, I saw a photo of you and the boys on the weekend. It would have been a hard weekend. I've been there when I was at the Giants and Ferrero losing grand finals, mm. <laughs> being a part of it. But obviously watching, and uh, you know, it was a tough day for the Swans. I it was, was a tough. It was, it was it was a tough day for the Swans and very out. I was going to say off-brand, but I, I... No, I know what you mean. That out is. of character for them to lose a big game by that much. Mm. And I really... I back I back that group in. They're a great bunch of kids, and they are kids at the Swans. Yeah, young list. They... I back them in to bounce back, but we've seen it happen before where a big loss like that rocks a team and rocks their inner belief. And... I'm backing the Swans in for that not to happen. However, it's on the cards, isn't it? We spoke about this. History says that the teams that get beat by a margin as great as it was, I think it's like 70 or something, so don't quote me, but it's above, it's whatever they had, didn't didn't win a final the next year. No, No one's ever done it. So there you go. Oh, but, I, but like you, I back that culture in to, to, to really, you know, that history counts for nothing, as they say. I reckon they can they can prove that one wrong. But like, yeah, but it's a big one to come back from. Well, because, and like everyone goes, well, last year has no impact. Well, it does. You know, even if it's mental scars. Well, we'll wait, we were minor premiers next year. We were zero and 10 and we lost to Hawthorne in a prelim. So we've gone from being top four to zero and 10. <laughs> but in saying that, they're young, very young. And touching on Sydney, what a fucking great year they had. Let's just forget the granny, but what an amazing year. There's some of the players and things mate, that they've done. How good's Chad Warner? Chad Warner's a start. I said it's a bit big call, but, mate, he'll win a Brownlow. 100%, mate. He kicked two goals. 29 and a losing granny by, what is it, 80 points or something? Yeah, he's at- And what is he, not 20? He's young. 20. Yeah, Doing that at 20. Mate, he's a superstar. That, what, that, so- like, no shit, that's Judd numbers. Oh, mate. No, like, like legit, that's, yeah. that's Chris Judd numbers. I know. And- same kind of breaks away from the pack. Explosive, isn't like, he? Like from the inside of a contest and he just like, yeah, and he's gone. Shades of us at Riddles. Oh, 
It's like watching Tony Armstrong and under 16s at Rupertswood. <laughs> <laughs> Just played under 12s at Rupertswood. I've come out and go, who's this superstar? Maybe, maybe, maybe the only time anyone's ever said I've had pop out of a contest. I'll tell you what, Jesus. Hey, you were quick and beautiful skills, mate. So just on the footy club, Sydney, who was at the block? Who are you? Who, you know, you, you love everyone, but who are the boys? I saw Teddy Richards was with you the other day. Yeah, so I'm, I'm still really close to Teddy Richards, Matt Spanger, and um, Ed Barlow. He wasn't there when I was there, Cheese Barlow, but um, we just vibe. vibe. My best mates went while, while I was there were Dan Hanabry, Alex Johnson, Craig Bird, Kieran Jack. We were inseparable, and Tommy Walsh. We were inseparable, um, and then like older boys were all great. But yeah, they would they would have been my tight click. That's great. And where were you living, Paddington? Paddington, yeah. Oh, what a spot, Prince of Paddington here, mate. Yeah, the Prince. Oh, what a spot. Can't, I've, mate, I haven't been back to Sydney for a while. Mate, at we'll, La Nina. Look, mate, we'll get up there. We'll, we'll get, get up there, there and you we'll can show me there. around. Mate, I'll show you up there. Oh, geez, talking about Paddington's getting me going. All right, so funniest teammate ever. So you're being at three clubs. Who was the funniest teammate you've had, and why? Can I have them as a duo? Yeah, yeah 100% you can. Mate, you find a Logie, you can have what you want. <laughs> Where's the gold ticket? Yeah. <laughs> Kieran Jack and Dan Hanabry together. Oh, Because the, they were so turbo and they were so on tilt all the time. Like You know those guys, like, come on. Yeah. Intense. It's so intense. Like, they're both, but like, and they just used to butt heads. Yeah. yeah. So you just fucking wind them up a little bit. <laughs> And just let them go, and they just fu- like they'd end up fighting. Yeah, <laughs> and you're just like, like, what is wrong? Like Birdie and I were just so like, any 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 more relaxed, and we'd be going backwards. And you got these two. Like I remember, I saw Kizzle once. I pulled up to him at a cafe, Nooks. You know Nooks? Do you, do you remember Nookies? It was in Randwick. Nah, don't. Anyway, so we went to Nooks. Kizzle's got the iPad out. <laughs> and he's like looking through realestate.com. and I've like gone to sit down, and he's like, what's going on? I'm like. Fuck this. And I just left. I was like, I can't fucking handle this. This is too much. Kiss is on tilt. He's had three fucking strong lattes. He's ready to go. I'm like, no. I'm Han- Hannah's is the same. Hannah's like just go, 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 go. so turbo. That's Congratulations to Hannah's on his career oh, too. Oh, yeah. And Hannah's, if you're listening, mate, the three votes at Brownlow night, just the whole room lit up and I loved it. It was in the last round of the uh, How good, of mate. The AFL. Last game. His last game. He's had three brown. It's, it's a great way to go out. You can't really go out any better Without playing finals, than yeah, being best on ground, best on ground, so exactly well done, right. Mate. Super career, that's funny. I love that. We got a lot of teammates. Your role as the chill guy, wind them up, say something that no, no, really no. Get on no I heard the fuck. Did you made it up, <laughs> mate? I think I said more mistruth. Like, like if it wasn't football related, like in a football context. I was lying. Yeah, yeah, just to wind them up. The it's, whole time. I was just lying the whole time trying to get a rise out of people. How good is that with a footy club? Oh, like, you, you just do it all the time. Spitting fucking yarns, man. I didn't even win a Logie. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Coolest person you've worked with in your life so far? Very hard putting it down to one, but you just, maybe you just have to pull out one here. One of many. Interviewed Oprah. Have you? Yep. That's big. Yeah. Have we got footage of that? Would there be footage of There'd that? There'd be footage of, of that Of course somewhere. there would be. What's yeah. that like? She's like, hello, Tony. <laughs> hello. Yeah, I'm like, sucking over it. <laughs> sucking over it. How long did the interview go for? Uh, so I had eight minutes with her. Only, only Australian interview. Um, Are so, you nervous as fuck? You know what? I was originally. So I was down. 
So this happened a couple of weeks ago, and then so oh, so this is recent. Yeah, so only a couple of weeks ago. Is this coming? This is so it's like mate. So it was such bad timing. We released that, like that had a whole media rollout plan. That came out the day that the that the Hawthorne stuff Saga. Okay, came no out. wonder I haven't seen it yet. Well, that's an, let's go back to Oprah. So we'll, yeah, so anyway, hey, don't worry, mate. We'll, we'll pre roll. We'll get the rollout strategy right here at Oz American Aces. We're gonna fucking put that all over. Yeah. The so so yeah, mate. Oh, so. I hear that um, – so I get the heads up from our booking agent. So News Breakfast, the show I work for, they've got not a booking agent, but um, like we have bookers and they like book all the guests because like we have fucking pollies, we have musicians, we have authors, we have climate activists, we have everything. In, we have fucking Oprah. So anyway, <clears throat> I get the heads up that – Oprah's team through Apple have asked News Breakfast and me specifically to pitch against, I don't know who the other people were, but we had to pitch against other, like like a couple of other Australian outlets, I'm sure. So to they, get the gig. So they would have been, if you think about it critically, that would have been Channel 10, Channel 9, Seven. Channel 7, maybe SBS. Um and so the team put together the pitch. They're going back and forth with um, <clears throat> with Apple. So it was so she's so she she released a a um, a biography on a guy called Sidney Poitier. He's the first black actor to win an Oscar for for for, for the lead. She, he was her hero. So she EP'd this documentary on him. Anyway. So here it's getting closer and closer. And I've booked a weekend away down in Gippsland as well. So I've got an Airbnb down there. So anyway, I get the okay on the Friday that oh we got fucking, we, we got Oprah. She said yes. That's so big. But they're like, bad news is you've got to log on at 4 a.m. Sunday morning and just sit in the waiting room. And I'm like, oh, fuck it, whatever, it's Oprah. Anyway, I also had to be back in Melbourne that Sunday morning at 10.30 because I was sitting on a panel for Melbourne Writers Week. And, like, I was um, one of the keys to the panel. So, anyway, Oprah keeps getting pushed. Oh, no. So, I end up interviewing her at about 7.30. <laughs> Heavy lattes in between. And I'm fuming. Yeah, yeah, three and a half hours at 4 a.m. I don't care. Like. Mate, Oprah, I've won a silver Logie. <laughs> where's the where's the integrity? where's the fucking respect? <laughs> Bit of respect for the fucking Logies, Oprah. <laughs> the, the big fellas uh, sacrifice the four AM wake up. Oh my god, should still be going. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so I'm there, and by the time I get to her, so we like when we like when we did the package, like I'm there in a suit and stuff because. I've redone all the questions back in the studio, but I'm I'm interviewing Oprah and I'm I've got the hood on. I'm down in fucking Gippsland, just at the Airbnb. So I'm just I'm just like I must have been so relaxed compared to everyone else. So I'm just sitting there like, I was like oh Oprah, hey, and like it's so funny because you just get the tink, like connecting, and then I heard her voice before they're like oh you'll be that must be like oh, you'll be speaking with Tony. So hello Tony, <laughs> I'm just like fuck. So now I asked a few questions. Eight minutes doesn't go go very long. Nah, it's quick. I had all these questions I wanted to ask. I only got through three. 
Oprah, Oprah like quizzes me halfway through. And it's like, I had one of them. Remember that Channel 7 fellow who went all the way over to for Adele um, to interview Adele about her new album and he didn't listen to the album? And Adele asked him what was your favourite track and he fucking says, I didn't listen. So it was an Australian exclusive for Channel 7. I have to watch that. I haven't seen it. But and they sent him the whole fucking way back. She just stops in. See you later. Mate, mate, 24 hours in a fucking kite. You reckon you've got 60 minutes spare just to – Give Adele's album a listen. <laughs> I used to listen to Adele. I love it. Nothing wrong with Adele. Oh. Anyway, see, I do that. Um, so she's quizzing you. So she's quizzing me. So we're going back and forth. anyway. So I'm making a laugh. All this kind of stuff. It's great. Interview finishes, but I'm I'm angry because I'm getting. I've I've let my management know that I might be late to this thing. Yeah. So now I walk into a packed auditorium back here in Melbourne, and I'm like calling them saying I'm sorry. I just walk straight in. <laughs> Like the, they're all like, oh, here he is. <laughs> like whole thing's getting fucking recorded for the internet. I like get up on stage and sit down and like it starts. They're like, how's your morning been? I'm like, well, I can't actually tell you what's happened. And even if I did, you wouldn't fucking believe me. And like in the end it comes out. I'm like, oh, fuck. So all right, I interviewed Oprah. And they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. And, so, and they're like, okay, we get it. You got an excuse. And you know what? With what you're doing, there's plenty to come. Yeah, no, there will be. There'll be there'll be heaps of that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, just like a cool experience. Cool. Yeah. That is great. Biggest spray you received in footy? Scott Camparelli came down. So I just got- Adelaide, me- was it? Yeah, Adelaide. So he was the mids coach. I was playing on the wing at the time. And I don't know if you remember, I used to have real long hair, real long. But like, I've got this real, I've got this habit of like, I'd, I'd flick it. And like, you know, when you don't notice you're doing something. Yeah, because you're used to doing it at training to get it out of your eyes. It's the habit. Balls come. Dropped. Anyway, I didn't drop it, but we're playing up at the Gabba. Um, big switch kick came. Obviously, I'm the outlet. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going anywhere near our ball. Switch it. <laughs> Take the fence. I'm here Come all day, boys. Come on, I've got my hair. You know, they, they say a bit of chalk on the boots. I've yeah. got the chalk. What about when, like, it's three-quarter time or quarter time, you go, defenders, I'm out here all yeah, day. Well, boys, I'm, boys, I'm always on. You turn, I'm there. Always on. <laughs> I need a couple of cheapies early, boys. <laughs> use the users, use the users. Anyway, anyway, the switch kick comes, and I haven't realised I've done it, and I must have just gone like, flick. Anyway, Campo comes down and he's got a pair of scissors and he goes, if you fucking drop the ball with that hair, I'm going to fucking cut off with this. <laughs> like, 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 it was pretty fair enough, like, but I was just like, Jesus Christ, this guy's, this guy's seen blood. Like, and I'm pretty scared. Like, I've just made my way back into the side. Saved me career with the next little patch I had. I, I played like five or six real good games. Um, average like 25 touches. Brilliant. Last five or six of the season. That got me to Sydney. That's a trade that got through. That got me to Sydney. But um, that's yeah. hilarious. Mate. But yeah, fucking comes out. What game like, was it? Because we had a four. Brisbane. 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 Round, oh fuck, I don't know. Round 18, 16, You know what year that would be? Would have been 2011. There we go. Braden, if you had to find that, he's a weapon, this bloke. Oh, mate. I was, I was so scared. Oh, because he's, he's just beelining at me. He's got the scissors in his hands. I'm going to cut him off. Fuck, that's funny. Don't mind that as well. We love a spray on reflection. You want one? What's your favourite? Oh, man, I've got thousands. What's What's your favourite spray story? I love the Jack Stephen um, swell on the Merlot Ross line. Yeah, I've I've heard, man, I've heard that many. Fuck, I almost just tried to forget them all. I've got. I, I think I need to be with the boys, but there's been. Oh, the, the one where oh this. 
there was there's a few there's a few there's a few. I honestly. They al- they almost hurt sometimes the sprays because sometimes you go. Was that a bit too far, brother? Too far, mate. I reckon. I reckon so, at Assumption College, we had Ray Carroll. Yeah, oh yeah, the old fella. Yeah, and he was he was. Does he give a spray? Does he? Oh, it's all he's got. He's he's just got fire and brimstone because he's from the fucking. Yeah, he's from the fifties. <laughs> he wouldn't know what it's like to it's, paint the fence and get the outlet kick. He's just like, "Where, boys, put your head over it." But the things he can't see, shit, and he's starting to get, <laughs> he's starting to get football and cricket mixed up. At least when I was playing. <laughs> And so he's like, he's like, who's that with the ball? Can't see the other side of the ground. And he's like, you know, I mean, this is exaggerating, but he'd say like me, a black dude, he'd like go, who's that Tony? It's like a white fella. You know, like he's, <laughs> this is how bad his eyes are, right? I once saw him. I once saw him. I was in the car. He pulled up. He was taking us through the, he was taking us through the drive-thru at KFC and he's pulled up and he started talking into the, into the rubbish bin. <laughs> Starts doing the order, <laughs> and we're all in the car, and we're all going, <laughs> and we're all going, we're, we're all going, <laughs> like, because he's got the footy boys in the car, and we're all going, and someone's got the courage to go, hey, Mr. Carroll, <laughs> just a bit further up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the bin, what was he ordering? Oh, fucking Carroll, man, he's like, he's like, and like, <laughs> I made a saw. I saw him. We're, we're playing cricket at Pegs, Penley Essen, and Graham. <laughs> I've got so many spocky stories. Oh, mate, keep them coming, mate. So we're all fielding. I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm in the covers. And so like, and so like, <laughs> from like cover all the way around to the keeper, we're all facing the car park. Like we can see the car park, and there's this tree there that must be 450 years old. It's the biggest tree you've ever fucking seen. Anyway, we've seen we've seen we've seen Mr. Carroll like drive him. And like all of us just kinda like look sideways because we're like and like he's notorious for having bad driving stories, right? Like <laughs> like notorious for having things go wrong he's in the not, car. He's not gonna do what I think he is. No, and, we're, and, we're, and, we're, and like he you're like drives it <laughs> and he sets the like he sets the car up to reverse back and we're all just like, we're like oh no. Oh no! And he just drives, and we're on the slips here. We're yeah, all watching. One eye on the ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and we're all watching. Straight back into the tree, <laughs> and he gets out, and we're all like losing. He gets in, and he's like, "Like who's put that there?" <laughs> it's like, "What's the? What do you mean who's put that oh, there?" Fuck, mate, that was there five five times before you were born. Fuck, this might be new segments here for any assumption boy that comes oh, on. Get, right, and the 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 other one I saw. <laughs> so it was early before a game of, of um first eleven, and he's there. He's on the main, and rather than getting out of the car to like put the to put the cones down for the for the for the boundary, he's in the car. Anyway, he's like driving along. He's going a bit quick as per, and like there's still a bit of dew on the ground. Oh, he's dropping them as he's driving. Yeah, he's just <laughs> mate. That's efficient. <laughs> that is efficiency. Anyway, he gets to. He gets to one part, and anyway, like I don't know what's happened, but like the brakes have locked up or something. The car just starts like. Very slowly, but it's skidding straight into the scoreboard. <laughs> but it's like the slowest, like skid, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just there, like, oh, oh no, oh fuck it, fuck. Up. The boys must have heaps of stories on this great man. And like, but this is the thing; he's like such a legend. But like, we had him kind of like right towards the end where he was like, he was old, like yeah. he was really old um, at the point where, you know, like his eyesight was failing him a little bit, all that kind of stuff. But one of the, like when it, all, all, all the good, like in all seriousness, when all the good stuff started happening to me, 
sent me out a letter. Like, yeah. Like, like just what a beautiful man and so many people have gone through that school to go on to do great things and so many of them under the tutelage of um mr carroll yeah oh it's great mate great stories and what a great man that makes me that that bin stories uh no, no he's ordering just, he's ordering to the bin <laughs> ordering mcdonald's to the bin and, and the boys in the back like no no, no but we're losing it but we're trying to stay respectful you can't laugh out loud but you're like it's like when you're in class yeah, you're well, like, well, well, who's going first one goes we're all going oh, no. <laughs> and someone's just got the courage to go, hey mr carroll spit further up that <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. I wish I was in that car. Oh, mate, you don't, though. Oh, fuck. Let's keep flying through. Right, a few more quick ones until we get to the end. All right. With the segments, favourite restaurant and place to eat for you? You've been to a few. You've lived in multiple cities. Um, oh, shit. Um, what uh, type of food? Um, so there's a place just up the end of this street, Bar Ida, which is great. That is Sicilian food. It's pretty simple. I like it because it's close. Um, but also down the other end, I've got a nice faux house, which I like yeah, which nice. I like going to. Love that. A bit of Vietnamese. Yeah, a bit of Vietnamese. We love that. But like, I love Italian food. Yeah. That's why I'm turning into a fucking tyre. I need it. I need it. Oh, I've, yeah. What did you call it before? The Slopopotamus, mate. Slopopotamus. I've never heard that. Oh, mate. Mate, we, we, we used to call Dan Hannabry the polar bear because he used to he used to go away and he'd have a few too many caramel lattes on his break on his, in the off-season. He'd come back flying. He'd hit the ground running, but- just a little bit of extra. Oh, the, like the jaw might go missing for a little while. Oh, the double chin. So that's so the polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's an easy one to spot if he's fit or not. Oh, The polar bear, that's great. Uh, coffee order? Strong latte. Spend and then it. if I've had one of them, then um, then a macchiato. Love it. How about you? Uh, I've, I've cut back. I've, I used to go strong latte and then go get another one. Then I'd be a bit anxious if I had three. So just a normal latte now and just heaps of them. Like, <laughs> like it's like, do you want a coffee? Man, I've got five shots at me. Because I can let's go do, again, yeah, baby. Let's go again. Come on. I'm trying to cut back on coffees. I feel like it uh, it, it ruins it, the way I eat because it makes me not hungry anymore. Um, no, that's probably good for us. Yeah, actually, you're right. Well, that's, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to put on some size. I'm Are like a really? slopopotamus, skinny, no muscle skinny man. fat. Yeah, so I'm trying to turn myself into a muscle man with a little bit of slobopotamus. Summer's around the corner, you know what I mean? Oh, mate, look, we've both got egos. Yeah, like podcast rig. Oh, mate, Ego. TV rig, mate. Mate, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I always used to joke, I'll actually be down the beach this year with a skivvy on. Imagine rocking one of them down there, the skivvy. Mate, I'll see you there. I'll be with you. <laughs> Two for one deal. We need to get the, we need to get the potty spawned by some skivvies. And a few if anyone, if anyone wants to send any skivvies in to send the podcast, them we'll send them, them in. We'll yeah, we'll chuck them on. We'll wear them lot. Yeah, we'll do. We'll, well, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll keep the shot up here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go to a drink at a bar. You can only order one. Okay. So depends what time. All right, let's break down the times. Okay, so say I'm at a bar in the afternoon. I, I don't like beer, really. Mm. Um, I will have, say it's afternoon and it's early, I might have a Pinot, um, Pinot Noir. I like my red wine. Um, and then if it's a bit later in the night, I'll just have a red. Um, but then if it's kind of like, if I'm feeling like a cocktail, I'll just have a Negroni. Love it. I'm like you, beer bloats me. But I still yeah. drink six of them to start. And I know. The vodka lime sodas. Maybe even three beers, depending on how I'm feeling. Mm. Uh, there you go. And coriander. Yes or no? Yes. Good man. Same here. Some people hate them. Yeah. Well, they've got rocks in their head and no taste. Yeah. Well, mate, I couldn't believe how many people hate it. And that's the first question. I never asked that, but I was just thinking about it before. A yes or no one. Coriander. Yes for both of us. Righto. Here we go. As we round out, we do have some people that keep this this podcast afloat and I can't be more thankful for these guys. We'll start, we'll start with Rixie's. Uh, the reason was I've got an announcement 
it is our sixth birthday, Tone, coming up. And uh, we always throw a discount code out there. Yep. But there's a bit more for this one. We've got a discount code for everyone listening that it's called ACES. But we're going to give an additional percentage off throughout this birthday period. So if you head online at rickshighway.com.au, a lot of sunglasses are slashed to celebrate our sixth birthday. And it's as you said, it's been a long time coming, six years. It's a lot of hard work. A lot of hard um, work. Spring carnival around I know how hard you work on it too, mate. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so congratulations on it. It's thank great. you, mate. And it's some, there's a lot of exciting things coming this spring. And one of them is obviously the sixth birthday. So if you go online right now as this podcast is released, you'll see that the website has everything slashed. Now, Tone, I've got you the Orbit Bronze... I think that's got the green lens on it. Let me just double check what I'm yeah, reading it out does. here. Yep, it's the Orbit Bronze what Green reckon, Polarized. Oh, mate, it's. What do we reckon? I knew you. You just suit anything, to be honest. Can we? Can we get a from the people in the 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 audience? Maybe, maybe we'll get a poll on them if they look good or not. Oh, yep, definitely. We're going to put an Instagram story up. So once you're watching this, we'll put a poll up, tag tone. I, I, if I if we don't get a hundred percent. That's well, a failure, isn't it? No, no. What's I think, the pass mark after 24 hours? I think I think if we don't get 100%, it just, that's actually, that's a mirror on society's lack of taste. <laughs> put it back on them. Yeah, put it back on them for having no taste and being look, silly. I mean, you're always proud of your I feel work, good. I feel good in these. Oh, and like the good. weight to them's nice. Like some sometimes you get a pair of sunnies and the weight's not quite there. You can tell these are well made. You can tell a lot of cares we got into them and you can tell a lot of design work's got into them as well because- from a visual perspective, sometimes you might give away a little bit in the quality of the lens to get to yeah. get the frame right. You haven't cut any corners. No, nah, no corners here. Like we know, mm. still 100% with everything. The Italian Mazzucchelli acetate, the premium, the premium German engineered hinges, and obviously the lens is the best in the business. Now, mate, with Rick's Eyewear, while we're talking about it again, if you forgot, online, rickseyewear.com.au, use the discount code ACES and you get an additional percentage off tone. Rick's in retirement, right? Mm. This is the segment. Now, you've just made it in your media career. Oprah's bought you out. You've got your production company. You made billions. We always say billions so that you know money's no longer- Money's not an object. Exactly. This is the game we used to play, all of us, every footballer in the spa. (laughs) If you win lotto, if you win lotto, (laughs) what are you doing? And how much do you need? Yeah. Where are you going? Because you're a well-traveled man. You've been around. You've lived in multiple cities. Where would Tony Armstrong take himself and his pair of Rick's orbits Mm -hmm. and retire and why? Oh, this is tough. Um, okay, so so the thoughts that are going through my mind now, I love the city. Um, I love being in around um, a bit of hustle and bustle. I also love climate. So like whilst I live in Melbourne and I love Melbourne, I love a kind of sort of between 25 and 35. Like I love that kind of Darwin heat. So I'm thinking something somewhere, somewhere tropical or somewhere warm, but- when I think of those places, I don't think of any cities that I would necessarily like. So um, I'm going to, against my better judgment from a from a heat point of view, from a climate point of view, I'm going to say I would live in London. London. I'd I'd, I'd, I'd be in London. I'd have a like an unbelievable terrace in Hackney. So it's a bit out of Shoreditch. So um, it's kind of like where where a lot of the hipsters are. Um, great music scene, really accessible to everywhere. Um, if I've made, like if I've made all that money here in Australia, I'm assuming people know who I am. So if I'm over in London, you'd have a a sense of anonymity, um, which would be awesome. 
Um, and I just live there with my partner and our kids. If that's, if that's what's on the cards, I'd probably still be working a little bit. I, I'd like keep the mind busy, keep the mind busy, but not too busy. And I'll just be going to all the EPL. I've got a PJ. It's a private jet for those playing at home. Uh, got a PJ and I'm probably going over to the States to watch some NFL. Oh, mate. NBA. I've got courtside tickets. So, you know, I've got all that stuff. That's well, that's a given. Well, that's a given cause money's no object here. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm enjoying my life still with a bit of purpose. So not fully clocked off, but just trying to be a really good dad and a really good husband. Oh, mate. Wouldn't that just be the dream? Wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? No one's asked me this. It's a great question. I reckon from where I've traveled in the world, uh, Newport, California, we know a few people down there from the Giants days, but that's got a bit of sun. It's not too far from the action. Yeah, Newport, California, NFL is around the corner. I can imagine you there with a pair of Rixes on. Oh, the Rixies at Newport. We'll be at Mutt's Bar watching the NFL red zone, split screen, beers, hot wings. What about what? Exercising. The beaches are amazing. You got in an environment like in an environment like um, those sport bars. That's like just about the only place I like a beer. When there's like yeah. fifty thousand sports going on, oh. and it's like every every direction you look, there's something going on. Um, yeah, states is bloody epic. Oh, the I love boys! The just a few of the boys just Facetime me from the Giants. They were watching the the Monday night football. Which Dallas, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Dallas so, and, so yeah, when when we recorded this, Dallas just beat um, the Giants. Yeah, they did. They just beat them, and um, the boys were Facetime me at Mutt's Bar. It's fresh in the mind. We're there watching Red Red Zone down here, but yeah, all the split screens. It's just for me that is my element. Like I could go there, not talk to anyone for nine hours, and just and sit just in the bars, sit and in the bar, walk- and watch people walking around, look at every different screen, and just well, because the thing. So, is- that's me in my happy place. And right the there, thing brother. is, as well, like footy, like the, the, the NFL starts at 3 a.m. here, and the last game kicks off at 10 15 today. I know. So that's like, and that goes till like one. Yeah. That's three to, that's 10 hours of footy. Yeah, just bang back. And the first six just goes bananas. The last game, you get to watch every snap. But it's about to be 5 a.m. once Daylight Savings kicks in, and I hope it does because I'm running low on sleep. <laughs> you can only imagine grand final celebrations into a 2.45 a.m. wake up. It Who's was, your team? Uh, the Ravens. Same. Baltimore. Yeah, we love the boys. The, Mate, Lamar, we love them. Oh, oh, yeah, Boy, Lamar. We'll Lamar yeah, we'll pay him. That. Yeah, he needs. they will pay him. I've heard that. I think he's made his. What have you heard? What have you heard, mate? No, Schefter, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Schefter, mate. You gotta go on Instagram. No, they reckon this is more. He wants more guaranteed money, so it's gonna be a monster contract, mate. Mate, how good are all the memes on Twitter and stuff? It's like um, price of the brick gone up. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, he yeah, keeps yeah. putting up these. Yesterday's numbers. price is not today's <laughs> yeah. price. I reckon they're gonna negotiate soon because it's hurting them. Well, mate. Every week he puts millions of bucks onto his contract. I know, and he deserves it. Doesn't he? Oh, he's so good to watch. And speaking of the NFL, this is our next segment, the Caps Clanger. Now, I've got a few Caps here, the 950 snapbacks from our friends at Caps, the home of headwear. Yep. They do it all, not just NFL, NBA. They did a bit of EPL there the other day for Toby Green. They've got it all. So head online to caps.com.au and check it out. We do have a discount code available to all kinds of stuff on there. And they've got you know, they've got all sports apparel, not just hats. They've been a fantastic supporter of the podcast. And we love them so much because it's all about American sport. And you know they just keep providing yep. all kinds of hats with their Now, which one would you pick if you got to pick... Any of these caps here, mate. We've we've got a few different teams. Geez, the Raiders aren't going too well, well at the moment. Stay clear of the Raiders. Um, just for this segment, we've got which one would you like to l- pick there? Look, for me, it's a toss up between the Chiefs and the Bills. 
Two quality sides. Um, I'm probably going the Bills. I like that. I reckon um, they'll win it this year. I'm probably going the Bills. I, I, I do like Josh Allen. I love Stefan Diggs. Oh, how good are they? Mate. Oh, look at that. You look a million. Now, while you've got that Buffalo Bills cap on yeah. from our friends at Caps, the Caps clanger. We've okay. all had one. What's been your biggest Caps clanger so far? had a couple. Mate. Oh yeah, we've all had a few. I've had a, I've, I've had a, I've I think a, we know which one we're yeah, going. Yeah, I think with. we know which direction. It's, a, we're it's going actually with. not even a clanger. I reckon it's a highlight. Oh, well, I mean, it's just about dealing the best you can with the cards you got. <laughs> <laughs> well, play, play, sorry, playing, playing the hand as best you can, and I dealt myself a pretty fucked up hand. <laughs> well, mate, so you got to, so you got to understand, mate. It's fucking six thirty in the morning. I don't wake up till about halfway through the program anyway. I'm on autopilot. I'm I'm not a morning person, and I understand the irony in what I've said there. I wake up every morning and I cry. <laughs> I'm like, is it really worth it? Do you remember those thoughts you'd have driving to preseason training? Oh. No, no, you go, do I just get in a, like, do I just jam the brakes on a little bit too hard? Someone rams up the back of me, just a little whiplash, a couple of weeks off. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone had those thoughts, well, at least me. Um, <laughs> sorry, I may be a bit grim. Especially um, when it's 35 degrees. And oh, it's, yeah. it's 35 degrees and you know they're about to break you. Oh, break your heart. And anyway, so there I am. And look, bulging disc and bulging, and, and sorry, disc and dick. They're not far away from each other. <laughs> and so at about 6.25 in the morning, Tim Payne has, um, well, he's just been ruled out of the team. He's been ruled out of the team because he's got a bulging disc in his back. So I've just decided to say on national TV. And Tim Payne is, of course, going to miss this week's clash with India because he's got a bulging dick. Disc. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I just kept plowing through. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was all I could do to keep my face straight. And my co-hosts are fucking losing it. Lisa Miller has, like, spat the water out. She's almost hit the camera that's, <laughs> that's faced on her. Michael's just losing it. I've, like, looked at him and he's gone, a wash, Tony? I'm like, disc? I said disc? I said disc? Anyway, I got so nervous every time I said it um, for the rest of the show because I had to keep reading. Disc. Oh, mate. Yeah. And even, like, <laughs> now that you've got disc and dick in your head, it's hard, like, it's hard to remember which one's what. Anyway... So for the whole rest of the show, as I'm coming to that read, because you can't see everyone else because they've got like all the pictures playing, Rolly would be like in the edge of my vision being like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so I hop on Twitter and Twitter's just- Mate, you sent the internet into a frenzy. The internet fucking broke. It was the best. There's articles, there's all this kind of stuff. And so I've just had a bit of a Freudian, I've just had a Freudian slip. Anyway, it's pretty big clanger, but- it kind of worked out for me. Yeah, it's worked out well. But the thing was, I always said, like, when I got the job, I was like, just whatever you do, like, in the self-talk, into the mirror, through the tears in every morning, <laughs> before the shower. <laughs> Is it really worth it? Just don't. Just don't end up on one of those fucking YouTube compilations for fucking everything up. Here we are. Yeah, here <laughs> oh, we are. First cab off the <laughs> rank. Yeah. The Interna clanger. Internationally as well. Mate, it's the best. It's the, it's the greatest caps clanger we'll see. Thanks to Caps with a Z, Caps Clanger, bulging dick instead of bulging disc. It happens, man. It happens. That's brilliant. When you walked off set that day, did you just, were you actually laughing? Because it was such a minor. Oh, mate. Well, the thing is, like, 
I didn't mean it. No, no. Well, mate, to be honest, like you said, now that I'm thinking of disc and you can just pop dick out so quickly and you don't, you're live. I mean, this is the thing. You can't make these blues when you're live, but you, you, you're naturally, you're human. It's, it's No, gone. mate. Well, so my reaction to anything, anything like that happening is to laugh. Yeah. Well, I think that's what we're all doing at home anyway. Oh. Did he just say that? Did he just say dick? Oh, no, he's laughing. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on live television and everyone's clipping it up. And so everyone's no, clipped it up. I've got nowhere to hide, yeah, You can't deny it. <laughs> I can't. I mean, I mean, far out. That's a brilliant Caps clanger, mate. Congratulations, actually. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> it's that bad. I've got a, I've got a congrats it's, it's on the good. Caps clanger. When I saw it, I, it's it's one of my favourite videos. Mate, you you shared it as fast as it could be shared. I couldn't wait to share and it. Then, and when and you're then, getting Logie, when the Logie nominations come up, I shared it again. And yeah, said, that's why I'm voting this for it. <laughs> it was that and the and the Fed Square losing my shit. Oh, the Fed Square was a cracker. You got to keep doing that. I think the w- World Cup's on soon. You yeah, get I know. I'm spewing that. Not sending me over. I would have loved to have got over. Oh, you'd be you'd be great. Look at that. We've got the caps, we've got the ricks, and we go to our our last little prize for you for coming on. And Nothing get, do, you little bad, do you want the bad news or the good news? Tell tell me the good news. Oh. Actually, now tell me the bad news. The bad news is there's more than this. I didn't bring it all because it doesn't fit in the van. I, I thought you were gonna say the bad news was like like <laughs> There was more and I had to do more podcasting. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, no. I have to go to the manager, mate. We have to get on to uh, him. No, nah, yeah, all right. I'll, I'll save the platitudes for the end. Here we go. So our friends at Milwaukee Tools. We love the tools. Here's the good news. I've got to read it out because it's that good. But this is what they've provided you as a guest of the Oz American Aces. And we can't, we can't thank Milwaukee Tools enough. This is professional grade equipment. So all the tradies out there, you know, it's, they're built. This is what they're using. It's built for the trade professional and obviously reliable, durable, and just helps you get the job done Just easier. all the stuff that you want out of a tool, right? Oh, just everything. Milwaukee, just nothing but heavy duty. Now, this is what they provided you as a guest. And right now in front of me, we've only got a couple of things, but this is what you, this is what I didn't fit in because it's, there's so many things coming your way, Tone. Okay, Lou Richards, come on. The M18 18-inch hedge trimmer. Would you know how to use that? Well, you do now. You got the it, M18 blower. That's right in front of you. Does that come with like a how-to? Oh, I, th- I hope so. I think you can go on YouTube next to your compilation. <laughs> be- next to my Logie, next to the compilation. Just go on there. Be- we can create one. You get the line trimmer. You get the inch chainsaw. You get the fuel hatchet. And you get the high output battery dual bay starter pack. Our friends at Milwaukee Tools have absolutely They've looked it. after you. They've, They've nailed, nailed it. it. And I mean, they, they don't miss. And I can't wait to see you out in the backyard with your Milwaukee Tools. Mate, how handy are you? With the tools. Look, I just, I just, I just want to get from a perception point of view. When you look at me, do you imagine someone? Do you imagine someone on the power? And I don't want you to pull a punch, mate. I can visualise you doing n- nothing with the tools, <laughs> <laughs> mate. My favourite fucking app in the world is Airtasker, <laughs> but an Airtasker can only do the job with the right tools. Hey, no, mate. See, this is this is the thing. Now I don't have to say. Um, own tools necessary. Now I've got all the tools at home. I'm going to air task some handy fuck to come over <laughs> and do the shit for me. And you've got we- the most premium Milwaukee tools to do it with. I mean, that is that is a just, we're so happy that they're on board, providing all these things for amazing guests like you. What's the moment that you've been the handiest in your life? In, you know, when we talk about tools, I mean, I mean growing up, I with wood tech and all that kind of stuff, and I created a little treasure chest, and it's probably the only thing that I've done that's quite crafty. What about you, mate? Is there anything that you've done? Are you a landscape gardener? Have you ever have you ever had to do anything like that? What's I'm going to be, like, dead, dead honest here. Like... 
I get <laughs> I get one of my one of my very good mates, Zach Jones. Shout, shout out to Zach Jones. Jonesy. I get him over to change light bulbs. <laughs> at my own house. I might need Jonesy's number. <laughs> Like oh, that, this is a level, this, this gives you an insight into how pathetic I am, but also like, like there is a standard of convenience. My standard of convenience at home is so low. Like <laughs> if I've got electricity and the internet, oh, you're good. I'm pretty set cause I can Uber eat stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, oh, sorry. And hot running water. Oh, you need the hot. Yeah. So, but because like basically everything else I'm like, I can outsource and like I figure, you know, I'm, I'm pretty clever in some parts of my life in, in a lot of parts of my life. I don't like, I just have no desire. Like I'd take no joy out of being handy. You know how some people are like, Oh, get a green thumb, get in the garden. Fuck that. Yeah. Hard. No, I could be sitting in a hammock on my deck. <laughs> yeah. The but, sun, the sun beaming down. But mate, like you said, you know who you are. You own it. You love yourself. You're, you're very good at what you do. You don't win logies if you're not, but you're just no good in the garden or with tools. I'm no good with the tools, but you know what? Uh, this is genuinely inspiring me. It is. When you look at the way the product's even just packaged here from Milwaukee, it, it inspires me mate. as well to get out there. I mean, you get the blower. You could clean the garden up in five minutes. Mate, I'm about to, so I'm about to get a deck, the deck put in out the back and- I can imagine myself just with a few leaves on the deck with the blower. I've got some nice hedges out there too. Maybe me using it. Maybe let's not, let's not say I will or I won't, but I can see myself being inspired to actually be out there a bit more. Oh mate, So can I. Cause like, I, I like, I love, I love TV and I love watching, I love watching telly and I love my couch. So, so much. In summer, you might have an outdoor setting. Mm. You can't have the leaves in front of you when you've got guests around. Few, no. You know, can't. nice pinot. Nice pinot on the back deck. Yeah. Talking about talking about life's challenges, you know. Just how would we solve some of the problems and the injustices of the world? <laughs> Fucking champagne socialists in the backyard. Just, oh, God, life's bad. In the here, I am in the inner north of Melbourne. Got like, got to play like fucking hell. How in touch am I? Really? Oh, Not mate. really. I'm <laughs> <laughs> a fucking look at me. I'm on a podcast looking like a rapper, but I look sick. Yeah, look unbelievable. Yeah, everything we stand for here at the Oz American Aces, and mate, look good, feel good, play good. Exactly. Hey, just if you, just no, never played good, but no, look good. No. <laughs> what is it? What is um? What's um? Dion Sanders. If you look, no, yeah. If you no, look good, you feel good. If you feel, feel good, good, you play, play good. good. And if you, you play, play good, they, they pay, pay good. good. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, what a man. He is the man, that bloke. Hey, prime time, mate. Prime time. He's doing it all. Hey, mate, I know you're about to wrap up. So before you put a, a bow on it, um, because um, I think it's apt that you have the last words in the podcast. Um, <laughs> Professional Levy. What a just genius this bloke is. Um, love what you do, mate. Love what you do. This has been a real joy. I wasn't kidding. I wasn't. I feel rude saying it with this. Um, was a real joy doing it, and I genuinely don't say yes to just about anything um, because I really value my time. But I know it took us a little while to do it. I'm loving seeing you interview some people, mate. You got a real knack for it. Oh, you're the man. I really um, appreciate it, brother. And yeah, I'm so glad to have come on with you. No, nah, I appreciate it. I I, uh, I love getting. 
great people on and, and you know talking about their story because it is I don't know it's not the easiest thing but yeah I understood that you'd, you'd have a thousand people queuing up these days um, and yeah as I said as a round up just so grateful for your time to come on everyone out there at the Aces is very grateful for your time as well they'll learn plenty from that um, you're doing amazing things you're Australia's favourite for a reason so keep kicking goals brother and yeah, want, yeah just thanks so much for joining us mate a pleasure thanks for listening to another episode if you enjoy listening to our podcast, please feel free to hit us up on our social channels at Osmerican Aces. If you're entertained, inspired, or feel more educated, please share it with your friends and family because we appreciate the support. Righto, catch you on the next one.